And we are live. How's everybody doing out there? What's up, everybody? Hey, hey. Thanks for being here. Episodes. Congratulations on being alive. Those of us that are, are very happy about it. <laughs> hey, I'm sure you're alive in a lot of your other leagues. You know, just not this one. Yeah, just not this one. No. You know what? Um, there, there was comedy that happened in my... Um, uh, my dynasty league too. It's entirely possible that I end up as the uh, the worst team in that in that league. Like after in, being after in the being dynasty league after being on yeah after being wow. on because the guys faded so bad. My guy because Barkley faded. Barkley, uh, um, T Higgins, mm-hmm. Chris Olave, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Raheem Mostert. Um, you know who's carrying my team? Hmm. Zeke. That was the like that was the and he faded the beginning. That, of the year. that was like the best move I made all year because it was like because I I bought into him being w- worth it this year, you know, even and after the slow start, being able to ride him, yeah, yeah. And, and and it completely worked out. And that was part of my deal that sent away DeAndre Swift. Yeah, so, so <laughs> that would, worked out too. Yeah, yeah, so who would you have rather started the rest? Of, and I got back, I got back a bunch of other stuff too. There was I, I'd have to go back and look at it. Uh, I know I think that that deal also included Alec Pierce. Which looked a lot better, and I think and, you've got some draft picks coming in. Yeah, so, yeah. I, and I have, and I do have four of the first like fourteen picks. Yeah. So yeah. you're in, you're in good shape, just not this year. Yeah, just not this year, yeah. and like, and I don't have my own first round pick anymore. So it's, it's just like I'm, oh. I'm, I'm playing. Yeah, that's I have that many. I have four picks in the, like the first fourteen picks, and I don't have my own. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, so I can't even tank. <laughs> right. I'd like to be tanking, and I can't. I gotta win. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, let's get this shot business out of the way because I want to forget about this stupid bet as fast as possible. <laughs> like I don't know how this happened. So what are you guys like, drinking for? Uh, I somehow bet that Deontay Foreman was going to score more points than Najee Harris. Yeah. I <laughs> Say it out loud. Like, <laughs> yeah. That just that just feels dirty to say. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna wash my mouth out with tequila now. Yeah. There so, you go. Whenever I hear Ken say something ridiculous, I got to back it up with a bet. <laughs> Not always right, but I got to throw it on the board. See what sticks. <clears throat> Woo. All right. All right. Yeah. Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. I mean, and, and then yes, you know, one, that's another thing oh, you should yes, say is Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas everybody. Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> and all the other holidays no just those two i don't recognize any of the other ones <laughs> okay not, not on this podcast we won't have it america <laughs> so speaking of which we should probably open our gifts on huh? we this is should our we? second time live that we're going to be doing like we're gift gonna, exchange. We're, gonna, we're gonna do this before we do into, do the homer minute yeah oh yeah, yeah actually yeah. that's perfect that yeah, makes we more should sense. start off with we this, should yeah. definitely load ourselves up with some more homer gear before we get into our <laughs> okay. homer minute so who wants to go first so um, last year I went real silly. You know what, the this... Bath and Body Works for me. <laughs> last year I went real silly with it. This year I was kind of a little bit more serious. Thank you, buddy. I love you. Yeah. There you Thank go. you, brother. Thank you. Woo-hoo-hoo. I knew it was gonna be. Should we open the same time or should I like? Yeah, go, go for it. It's kind of pretty much the same stuff. That's why, that's why I was asking here. Yeah. Okay. Ah, Steelers gear. Love it. Oh, that's awesome. Sometimes you got to go straight to Mexico. To get your gifts, dude. This is cool. That way you can avoid copyright. This is super cool. This is, this is going <laughs> on my table in the garage. Yeah. I can't. Oh, wait dude, to... I'm looking at this right now. I was like, oh, oh, cool, lighter. This oh, is shot awesome. Glass. We need to oh, open crap, this and take shots out of this right now. Yeah, yeah, yes. It's super, That's awesome. Super usable. Yeah. I was, I was really, really, uh, nice. really happy about oh, this. Oh yeah, we're gonna christen this right now. 
Yeah, that, that's a tequila taking shot glass right there. Oh, I was like, what is oh beer cozy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ray. Yeah, you? brother. Too freaking cool, man. Yeah, Thank this you. is really cool actually. Oops. The beer cozy for the bottle. That's awesome. Thanks, dude. Oh, bottle yeah. opener. And that goes right on my keys. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Very cool, man. These ones these ones were the these I'm a little were disappointed that there wasn't anything from Bath and Body Works in there. I got to be honest. <laughs> the the shot glass and ashtray that was the gem. I felt like. Yes, that, that I, I agree. As Absolutely. you can see, like that's the thing I pulled out. Yeah, yeah I'll like, break I, mine this, out. This is awesome. This is awesome. Uh, so I'll go next. Yeah. Go for it. All right. So I didn't want to waste time wrapping extra gifts because I had a lot of you know. <laughs> we all have too much wrapping so I'm to hand, do. I'm gonna pull them out of the bag and hand them to you. Sweet. Okay. Number one. To Mr. Rams fan here. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Huh? I've been bugging my wife for when she hasn't taken a hint. Nice. Now I have. Now I can walk the block in style at night. Yeah, dude. I'd say warm. <laughs> it's cold outside. Dude, hell yeah. It is. We we live in a cold That's area. That's beautiful, man. Thank like, you. Yeah, I get, yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> we live in a California cold area. We do. <laughs> like, it, so it's so crazy because I, I, you know, I spend time in Southern California every week. And so, like, I get out of this, and um, I, I forget, you know, sometimes what it's like to just, be, you know, be in gray forever. Like, it doesn't end. My wife did not label these. Uh, she wrapped them, and so I think this is who goes to who, but if... That's hilarious. My wife did the bags. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> you'll know if you get the wrong gift. Yeah. You threw all her stuff in one bag. So. Okay, it looks right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Swag yeah. all day oh, long. Oh, that is sexy as hell. Yeah, you uh, like yeah, say, I, I figure you can't have enough champions gear. You know yep. what I mean? Uh, you're having a bad year. I wanted to remind you of how good last year was. You know what I mean? Perfect. Like this is why. This is why you're sucking this year because last year was amazing. Dude, this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that is that is my style, brother. Thank right. you. Yeah. That is barbecue worthy right there. Oh wow. <laughs> I don't know how my girlfriend's awesome. gonna feel about it, but she gonna have, have to be okay with it. I figured it wouldn't be too bad. It's not too risque. But uh, yeah, anyway. Cowboys, thank you guys. Saw that and thought of you guys. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Thank you, <laughs> no thank you very much. Yeah. You guys are the best. Okay, so wow. Um, that was a lot of fun. We Absolutely. do have a question right now. <laughs> hey, we got As we're opening already. our gifts. We got oh, I love it. <laughs> um, DJ Moore, Christian Watsonson, or Dobbins PPR? Dobbins. What? Hmm? Wait, over Watson? Over, yeah. You'd go. Oh, J.K. Dobbins. Yes. Ooh, Not Romeo sorry, Dobbs. Was, yeah, it's, I yeah. was thinking Romeo Dobbs. Jake, okay, yeah, if like, it's Romeo wait, Dobbs, then I'm with him and Christian <laughs> right, Watson. Right, right, right. But if it, if it was J.K. Dobbins, then, then yes, yes J.K. Yeah. Dobbins. I, I believe yes. that's what it was. Yeah, I, I'd go J.K. He's, Dobbins as well. Yeah, uh, he's it, top 15 to me this weekend. I, I really feel he's going to have a good week. Yeah. I do too. Oh, he's had two monster weeks back-to-back. Honestly, I think he's just kind of getting in back into that offense I, and stuff. And like, yeah, because he's not. I, right. I'm trying not to be real loud about it because I want to get him cheap next year. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, like, I feel like he's going to be really. He, good. No, yeah, we all knew. We all thought this year was going to be that monster year for him. Like he was going to, we, you know, this was going to be the last year you get to get him cheap. Yeah. But next year, because of what happened this year, we like, we'll probably still draft him. You know, round three, something like that. Right. When it should be at least round two. Mm-hmm. Yep. At least, yeah. Hope that helps. Thanks for the question. Yes. Thank Keep you. them coming if you have more. Ah, uh, thank you, Roxanne. Yes, it was nice. 
What's that? I don't know. She said, that's so nice. <laughs> so, oh, I was the, being as vague as she was. The, 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 question, the, uh, the presence probably, I guess. I'm guessing. I would yeah, think. Well, I, I showed the shirt to the camera, so it could have been I that. I didn't see it. I could see it. Oh. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, it is. Super Bowl champs. <laughs> Can't have too much champions. I gotta let I gotta no. let, I gotta let it ride for another no, twenty years. Yeah, it never gets old. <laughs> right, got my keychain on. I'm ready to go. Ah, okay. <laughs> Thank All you, right, gentlemen. So, uh, Merry Christmas Merry to everybody Christmas. out there. Should we get straight to it then? Let's do it. Oh wait, you know I don't even have the uh, point spreads and stuff pulled up. Let me see. Let me get that pulled up real quick for us. No problem. I guess. Oh, we, Homer minute. Yeah, we should do our Homer minute while you're doing that anyway. So. Um, uh, let, let me get started. Like, um, we're, I'm really, really hoping the Steelers are going to win the next two games, man. First of all, I thought we were eliminated from playoff contention, but I guess we have some crazy outside shot, which cool. But uh, I'm honestly more interested in getting you that, that the nine game schedule. I want to go nine and eight, man. Yeah, I um, want to go nine and eight and save Tomlin, man. I want I, I want his record to move on. <laughs> it's funny i'm like and we're getting picket back and the defense is coming back and i, I think we're gonna beat the raiders this week i really do uh yeah, yeah um spoiler alert. spoiler alert that's like my favorite defense to play this weekend is is the steelers yeah and like um you got to bring up you got to bring up the most important thing that happened in in, in pittsburgh this week come on don't make me do it uh, tell me tell me Franco Harris passed away. Oh, yeah, like that's, yeah. So, so, and the reason I bring that up while we're talking about you know the Steelers getting ready to kick the crap out of the Raiders is because I think that's a big part of it. I think you know you the, think the, that's going to happen. Yes, I think the the stadium's going to be rocking. It's in Pittsburgh. It is in. Pittsburgh. I think I think yeah. it's in Pittsburgh. It's going to be cold. Like I think there's no we're chance. We're retiring as a jersey. It's all emotional. Yeah, I, I yeah, it sucks to be a Raiders fan this weekend. I think, like it, you know, enjoy yeah. that miraculous. Uh, end of the end of the game, you know, from last weekend because this weekend's gonna be ugly. I yep. think. And, and and Raiders, like uh, I know you guys have a good record against us in the last four or five years, or actually like like six or seven years. But the reason why is because you keep we keep having to come out to the West Coast. And uh, I tell you what, man, we just do not play on the West Coast. Uh, we don't play well out mm-hmm. here for some reason. Uh, I know because I've gone to most of those damn games. We keep losing. That's why saying, they're doing so. Yeah, bad. I guess I'm the jinx. <laughs> so you go to the, you try to make it to the Pittsburgh games when they're on the West Coast. I try to. I try to. That's cool. I'm gonna start trying to do that when the Cowboys are here. Like I, that, this doing it this year was the first time, and, I, and that felt really good. So looking forward to doing that again. I should really put more effort into going to the games. You got them here. They're here every yeah, year. And, so. and, I think a big and you know it's super fun. Your your stadium is fun. Is it? Oh yeah, like I was so impressed with the um, the transportation situation. Like we parked about um, fifteen minutes north, maybe maybe fifteen minutes north of the stadium in a um, open parking structure that had a shuttle system to the stadium, and so you parked there. And I think the parking was like three dollars or something like that, four dollars for like the hell day. Cheap. It was so. It was. It, I know that um, the whole total thing was less than fifteen dollars. Nice. Um, this ain't a rerun, McDurbin. And we're, they, we're live. And they they drive you to the stadium. So you and you go over to the the bus, and for four bucks a person, you know, you ride to and from the stadium. So, and they run the shuttles all day long, so you can get there early, and like. You don't really need to be tailgating because you can go to the stadium and just like hang out and like at your stadium, um, man, it's like, it's, 
It's like it's weird. It's like an almost it's an enclosed but almost like outdoor mall, like the feel of it, and it has um, really nice bars. So, Sounds beautiful to me. Yeah, so it doesn't matter what game you're going to see; it's it's going to be fun. Yeah, like I would then the next time I go to that stadium, I want to just get like standing room only, and go and like hang out up there because this because the view is really good from up there, and um, just be close to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Easy access. You know, it's really I like I there I don't I don't think there is like. If you're not sitting in a box, you know, in like a, a like one of those sky boxes or something mm-hmm. like that, uh, or a sequestered area, you know, right? I don't think there's a good position for you to be sitting, you know, seat wise. Like whether you're sitting in on the aisle and you're the the first person, so it's easy for you to get up and go, or you're sitting in the middle, so people don't like. I like it's harder for you to get out, but it's less likely that people are going to cross in front of you. Cause why would they like, right. you, you know, like you're in the dead middle, so they're, they're <clears> going right. to go either other way. Um, but there, but there's, there's a downside, you know? So like, I'm, I, I'm actually like very interested in, in doing the standing room only next time because yeah. the seats, the, the prices are dramatically cheaper. And I mean, if you're going to go to the game with the intention of like having a good time, you know, and, and like, and that's expensive in and itself, but if you're going to, so, and that makes it easier. Like if you're going to go there and you're going to have a good time, mm-hmm. you're going to spend like an hour of the game in the, you know, concessions, like refilling on beer. Yeah. So why not just do the standing room only <laughs> and like be close to the beer? And honestly, during a football game, I'm standing half the yes, time anyway. You're jumping so up all the time anyway. Why the hell? And especially, why the hell not? and like, uh, you know, I've gone with my uh, with my girlfriend the last two trips, and it's been it's so much fun. But she has to stand up all the time too, because like you know, I'm I'm over six foot, so I, like there's a lot of times where I can still see. <laughs> yeah. But like she has to stand up, so like I almost feel obligated to stand up. Story, right? <laughs> so no, it's fine. You stand up, I can see. <laughs> um. So yeah. Anyway, digression. Um. Over in Cowboyland, <clears throat> it's a weird week because. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's just like there's so many things weird things going on. This was supposed to be a week where it's a a showdown, you know. Um, but then the cow first the Cowboys lose uh, yeah. to Jacksonville, um, and then uh, w- and I think if the Cowboys hadn't lost to Jacksonville, that Jalen Hurts would probably be playing this week. I think you're right. Um, so then that happens. Um, <clears throat> Jalen Hurts is almost a, like we're it's we're Sunday night and they're talking about he's probably not going to play against Dallas, you know. And so there's immediately like the any like anticipation for the game is kind of like mm, kind of yeah. yeah. So it's like now and it's disappointing because it's like these are like the 49ers have really come on, you know, since they got CMC. Like mm-hmm. they have really turned it on. Their defense has been good all year, but their offense has really been clicking. And Brock Purdy has honestly like got him humming better than Jimmy did. So. Um, it's hard for me not to say that they're, you know, at least the second best team in the NFC now, but we thought that was Dallas, you know, for a long time. And so we thought we were going to get to see number one versus number two. And now it's like, we might not see that at all this year. Cause if they don't play each other in the playoffs later now, we're not, right. we're never going to get to see, you know, th- them at full power versus the Cowboys at, at full power. And there's this a year. good chance that they will meet in the playoffs though, but there, yes, there, there's a good chance of it. But like, I'm just saying like, if there's also now a good chance that, that we don't see it at yeah. all this year. So that's disappointing for sure. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, 
<clears throat> excuse me. That being said, um, it's hard to it's hard to expect what's going to happen in this game, oh. like oh. because because of the injuries the Cowboys is and, and let me butt into your Homer minute for a second and, and say the last last week you absolutely called it with uh, the Jacksonville offense. You you were telling us that look, we're hurt and Jacksonville is going to move the ball on Dallas. And I was I was honestly skeptical. I was like, oh, I just that I mean that that defense is too good. Parsons Parsons wasn't one of the injuries, was he? No. He's yeah, been, but he's so, been he has he's been about eighty five percent all year. Right. He's and, like he's been on a pitch count basically every game since week two because he he had like a he suffered like a a back strain or something like that against Cincinnati, and ever since then, like because they they didn't shut him down at all. Um, but what they've been doing is like. There'll be portions of the game where he's just in on passing downs. Yeah. Well, I just, I just thought it was a hot take last week that you you know you you called your defense like that. You basically called them out and were like, "Look, they're not going to be nearly as good this week, and we're going to get scored on." So, what's your opinion this week? Like, is is uh, has the I defense... don't really have a strong like belief in Gardner Minshew? Like, right. to me, he's not Chuck Norris of football like he is to <laughs> everybody else. You know, because <laughs> that's, that's what it feels like. We're ha, have you, you seen know? those jorts though? Huh? The jorts, the, the short shorts. Yeah, that he wears? I yeah, mean, come on, yeah. Man. He's a, he's something else. He's a character <laughs> for sure. But like, yeah, he's been made into this like mythical being, you know. And and the guy <laughs> hasn't been able to win a starting job in Jacksonville or in Philadelphia. So he is a good backup, though. I mean, um, he, he he's a top tier backup. But you know that he's still a backup. I, I sure you know. I feel like he hasn't played, and I feel like um, he shined enough in Jacksonville while the place was a dumpster fire mm-hmm. that he ha- still has like some rope with you know NFL executives. But I don't feel like we've seen exactly who Gardner Minshew is because of the situation that he, that he was in. Like and so now, like this is kind of like a big pressure moment for him. Like he needs to perform. Like well, if he, he ever wants, he's got to, a bunch of weapons if he around wants him. To, yeah, and a that's, wounded that's defense, what I'm saying. So. That's what I'm saying is like yeah. the, the situation is primed. Like if if you believe in Gardner Minshew, then you should, based on what Trevor Lawrence just did, then you should believe that Gardner Minshew is going to be you know like a top five quarterback this weekend. Well, top fifteen, top twelve. No, I know I, I mean? no. What did Trevor Lawrence do last week? And I and and I don't and I think the Eagles are more much more dangerous with a middling quarterback that's getting it done than the Jacksonville Jaguars are right now. Like, look at the weapons. Like that's they're I, not they're not comparable. I agree, and it, it's that's why it's starting to look like Trevor Lawrence might actually be that elite quarterback. Oh, he's, yeah, he's he really was, good. He was drafted the, to be. I'll um, the play that impressed me the most last night was that first down run. I think it was um, they were up ten to three, I think, mm-hmm. and they were just on the edge of um, a field goal range, and he takes off on second and ten, second and eleven, something like that. And gets right to the sticks and then reaches out his arms, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, one. and and, t- and t- just takes advantage of the like it was just to have the. That's one of those those I look for stuff like that for quarterbacks to like. It's one <laughs> thing for you to be athletic and whatever, um, but your mind needs to, to be have working. the brain at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I, wa- I want to see your brain working all the time. You got something what a, what a busy. I'm, g- I'm glad you're back. Man. What's up, dude? Where'd you go? Where were what you? A last busy. Week, dude? Maybe he was sulking. <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> like I am this week. I'm with you, buddy. If you're if you were sulking, I'm I'm doing it this week. Fuck you, Brian. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> he knocked you out, <clears throat> and the second game I decide to win, I knock your brother out. <laughs> <laughs> so this room right here knocked out the Can Brothers. 
Do you have any other brothers in the uh, in the fantasy league? No. Or just, no okay. No, just Danny. So this room right here knocked you guys out. Yeah. That's what made it entertaining to me because I was like, oh, shoot. Me and Brian knocked out the, the Can brothers. The Bailey bros. <laughs> Bailey bros. Uh, I wasn't going to say your last name. But... Oh, I tell people like every week, you know, they can find me on yeah. Facebook and whatever. And I imagine people could just like Google search my face. Yeah, I mean, there's really not much you can do these days. Um, yeah. So, uh, did you go over your yeah yeah your, your turn? What, what do you got? Real quick, I'll just keep it quick, right? Because my season's been over. So for your a while Baker now. Mayfield jersey is in the mail. Oh, dude. So oh, that's another whole thing we can get on that. But um, Stafford's not retiring. His <sighs> wife announced it. Good. Yeah, yeah. That was big news this week. Good, yeah. good. Um, he was sitting right next to her when she announced it. <laughs> But You're not retiring. The opposite of Brady. But anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so this last game, it was like our less than 1% chance of still making the playoffs. If certain teams would lose out and we would win out, we'd still make it. And uh, so we lost. And um, so we're officially out of the playoffs. So I really don't have much more to say other than um, I wasn't really happy with the whole Baker Mayfield thing. I still ain't. If he would have won, then I'd be like, okay, let's see how this goes. But I, I I really wanted to see Perkins get a lot of time. I wanted to see that guy get some time. And so the whole Mayfield moving in thing. It really like, seems took like they out. don't believe in him at all. Right, yeah. So I don't know if I don't know if, if, if in these situations, if these guys are just donut heads in the locker room, donut heads on the, uh, and watching tape or something, and so they're just like you know, uh, we can't go with this guy. He doesn't. Even, he can't even memorize the playbook or whatever it is, right? That behind There's the scenes things, things that, that we don't get to we, see. Yeah. Um, a lot to it. <laughs> at least the Rams still have SoFi. Yep, uh, Destination Stadium now. Um, <clears throat> it, yeah, it sure is for for every opposing team. Yep. Yeah. Go, yeah, that's the one thing you should be prepared for when you go. Is you're, oh, you're the underdog. The opposing bro. team. Yeah, yeah. You're the road team. <laughs> yeah, and it feels like, and it'll be, it'll be like that. If we want, to, if we would have did a better season this season, that would takes, start to dwindle I, I, out. But. I, yes, and I think that's what I was just going to say is I think it takes sustained su- success. Yeah, because the Cowboys had that problem for years where um, the Romo years, where um, it would just be like we'd be losing and the plays would be loud mm-hmm. at home, you know, and it's just like that, and I would get so mad. So mad watching those games, like like hearing other people's fan bases cheer during our games. It's like, come on, Jerry, you got all the money in the world. Buy those tickets back. <laughs> I, I think, <laughs> Let those seats sit empty. I think McVeigh he won himself a couple losing seasons, maybe even a few losing seasons before we really have to start thinking about like getting rid of him. Oh, McVeigh. Yeah, and there was a lot of there I, was a this, lot of injuries. Yeah, there this, was this was destined to happen to you guys. We I don't think anybody expected it to happen this year. I think it was probably like a next year, you know, type of deal. But um, so he's I think his um, his timeline has been sped up by like a year. Mm-hmm. Whereas twenty twenty three was supposed to be the year, in my opinion, where you guys kind of fell off, and you had to start to think about rebuilding. Um, in 2024, he's going to have to start doing it next year. So, so I think next year is kind of like next year, you guys are going to be bad again. So I don't, I don't think he's going to be judged on next year. Um, I, I mean, it really depends. It's, okay, Stafford's not going to retire. Like 
they might they might reload again, but I don't know. I have no like well, your, your just, GM is uh, makes it really hard to figure out because <laughs> of his. He like, was on the verge of getting imper- fired with Fisher. His imperviousness. I think McVay saved his ass to the salary cap. Like so, so I have I never know what's going on with the Rams and how what they can actually afford and what they can do. Um, so we don't know what they'll actually do next year. Like because they're, they're gonna they're gonna have Stafford. Uh, Cup is thirty, um, so they might just. Be like, we need to try and run this back one more time and reload. Um, or they could start tearing it down and they could look to trade, you know, like Jalen Ramsey. I think and, as long as Stafford is is can play for them, I think they're going to try to re- rebuild and reload and, and go after it again would be my thought. One, one last point I want to make before I relinquish my minute is we have had the most starting line, offensive line combinations yeah. – by far, by almost double. I think you've only had second uh, place person. You've only had two games uh, where they started the same offensive line. So there is that factor there, right? That's so, a huge factor too. Yes, it is. It is. It is. It's big. Often, so Ram fans out there, if you can't, block, there, there's that too. You, get stuff you know. So you often, and that's but that's the thing about reloading is it's it's difficult to try and reload your offensive line through free agency because those guys don't really get out of the house. Nope. Like the it, like it was a big deal when when uh, Brandon Scherf signed with Jacksonville. Like I I, I said on this podcast that I, that um, I, I the one of the things that I was happy happiest about was that the Commanders fucked up and let Brandon Scherf get out of the building. Like I was I was so happy yeah. that they did that because he's he's such a good player and it's so rare that that happens when you have a cornerstone offensive lineman and you guys don't have any. Like you need so mm-hmm. like you need to kind of start from scratch and so out. and so that and so because of where you're at on the offensive line because it's so so bad, I like if I was the person in charge of rebuilding the Rams, I wouldn't be trying to like reload this and run it back because I I just don't I don't see how that that happens like when you have when you have to when you're looking at like we need five offensive linemen, <laughs> like I, that's a, that's a tall what, what we really need. Is an order. I, I feel like, and and this is stuff we won't be able to see happen. Uh-huh. But what we need is our recruiting team to find those diamonds in the rough. That's what you well, know. What I mean? That was uh, what. It, that's yeah. what the reason that you guys were willing to wheel and deal those first round picks is like. You know, um, everyone was like, "Oh yeah, we we're we're so good at drafting third mm. rounders and fourth rounders that we don't even need these first round picks." <laughs> sure, sure. Well, I mean, yeah. Well, <laughs> Cooper Cup was a fourth rounder or something like that, right? Well, what was Cooper Cup? Fifth round, maybe. He, he was late. He was late pick. Oh yeah, a lot of them were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they might have been like, you know, filling themselves on that a little bit yeah. from those picks. And you know? that, yes, and that, um, yeah, for sure. And, and so we don't know who's left the chicken coop as far as um, the people uh, responsible for putting the talent on the field. Because that doesn't really get reported too much, right. you know. Like honestly, me, I was hoping Jeff Fisher would I'll, stay on as a recruiter because <laughs> he put good. He, he's he, good yeah. recruiter, but he was terrible. He at, put, like, yeah, he would put solid teams together. Like he, like it's so funny to me how like some some of these guys, like Bill Belichick, falls into this uh, this category where like his teams are just so freaking solid, and he. The, but they are just god awful at drafting skill position players. <laughs> like they they they, they do offensive line. Defensive line, defensive backs, linebackers, like they're they're so good at drafting these guys, and then they suck at picking quarterbacks, 
and skill position players. Like they just they're like got so Belichick, Vrabel, um, who's a like who's an, another long term like Fisher was was one of those guys. Um, uh, Harbaugh, John Harbaugh, <laughs> like because I, I don't believe in Lamar Jackson, and and I mean even if you even if you do like it's a gimmicky system. But so McDurbin says 49ers have proven their prowess for late I round agree. gems. I agree. I'm just I'm not just talking about Purdy. Kittle was a fifth round. Bosa was a third round. The list goes on. Um, I don't agree. Nick Bosa was a first round pick. That's uh, I'm just reading his. Comment. The Bo- yeah, the Bosa brothers were were like top five picks, both of them. So um, one of the things since sure. you brought up Belichick, one of the things that I think I know I have been a cheerleader for on on the Belichick opinion is he hasn't been over 500 without Brady and now the professional no, he, he has. opinionist the professional he's right, opinionist, at, he's right around 500 uh, but they are now it. starting to point it out on their show programs his but we were team, pointing it out I was pointing it out beforehand his team, yeah his team looks exactly like it did like before Brady like it, you know I'm old enough to remember the the Bill Belichick Browns teams okay well I mean and what the team looked like before, before, like so. Okay, so the Browns, they, what they the, look like now is the way they won their first three Super Bowls. Because if that was a long time ago, wait, no, so hold maybe on, nobody, hold maybe on. nobody remembers. Back yourself up a little. But bit. when they won their hold first three, what do you mean? What they look like now is how they looked when they the way, won the, the first they, three Super Bowls. The way Bowls. they what, what is, the way that they play their their style of play. So, are right, so are you saying he's when they, like when a they, when quarterback Tom, away from no 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 listen to me okay when, yeah let me talk when they won their first three Super Bowls mm-hmm. Brady was the quarterback but Brady was not like Brady was like the eighth reason why they were winning they were winning he was much games. more of a game manager he was then, much yeah. more of a game manager for the first three Super Bowls it was not until they signed Randy Moss in 2007 they got Moss and Welker in the same offseason. And all of a sudden, like Brady became, you know, fifty touchdown guy, and literally, like he all he went from throwing twenty six ish touchdowns a year to throwing forty. Like, yeah, Moss just, will do that. Well, one thing I will say, but also it was just to kind of end my point it, it is also a Brady has philosophy. won two Super or Super Bowls on two different teams, two different conferences. Mm-hmm. The only person to ever do that, Belichick, he's struggling. And he has been since Brady left. I, well, you say struggling, so, and it's like they—they're, uh, but they're—they're they're a team that's like they—they they had to rebuild, and like they for a team that's in the like really, they—they they still haven't gone through like a train wreck of a yeah. season. They haven't. Okay, so it's I, right. I say, well, let me let me clarify 25 this. Five years now. I still feel that right on the cusp of being a contender. So. Like, let me let me clarify this, and 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 we'll it's we'll talk about this do. more on the off season. In my mind, in 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 my theories that I have on Super Bowl franchise teams, they still technically qualify as a Super Bowl franchise team as the Patriots. So I as mean, the, and they should. So I'm not saying they're gonna like. I don't. I currently don't see them with the the roster construction that's going to make any kind of a serious run. Like I don't, I don't believe in Mac Not Jones. Right now. Like, um, he seems he's fine, but it's, it's, it's really interesting how, you know, it's how much he, uh, he plays like Brady did at the beginning of his career and what he's able to do and what they ask him to do. 
Um, so I don't I don't want to say yet. What, I would what say the jury's be. still out. I, 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 I agree think with you that. have to give give Belichick two more years, uh, and in two oh, more he's years, bought himself a lot of years. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So <laughs> yeah. in, in two more years, if it's if if the Patriots are still looking very mediocre like they are now, maybe make the playoffs, maybe not. I, I'd say you're right. Like okay, something's going wrong. Like Bill Belichick hasn't quite you know lived up to the billing. Maybe it was all Brady or at least a massive. You know, I, I would like but, to see Brady become a head as soon coach. As, as soon as that'd be fun. You know, as soon as McDaniel's flames out in Las Vegas and goes back to you know the nest in New England, he's got his offensive guy back, and they'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we should probably move on to these games. Yeah, uh, we're, we let we're, ourselves. We're running over. Oh yeah, we were yeah. rambling for a long time. Sorry so about I'm going to go based off the sports book instead of the, the way we have it lined up here. I'm going to go off how the spa- uh, the sports book has it lined up. And so you don't have to go back and forth. That makes yeah, sense. well, because I get lost in the sports book right, sometimes. Right, right. Um, so the first game we have up in the sports book is Cincinnati against the Patriots. Cincinnati, Cincinnati minus, minus three. The over-under at 41.5. The money line is at minus 170 if you're betting on the Bengals and plus 145 if you're betting on the Patriots. What a great transition. See right and to me, like right here, this is this is a no brainer game. I th- I think the Bengals are just gonna murder them right here. What a murder! I, I think I think the Bengals are just on the ascendancy right now. They're they're figuring things out. They're planning out their playoff run, and I, I think New England is floundering. Um, they are desperate, and you know they do have Belichick and and, the, and a good defense. So you never know. But um, I, I would definitely have my money on the Bengals here. What about you? We are in disagreement on this game. Oh, tell me. And I and you know I I I, I like I was the one pushing. No, guys, the Bengals are going to be fine when the, you know when they started. When they start zero two, right? So I mean, they start yeah because they lost it. They, that ridiculous game. I never Pittsburgh. doubted. I was just hoping. Uh, I was yeah, hoping they'd yeah, suck. Sorry. <laughs> well, so um, that being said, um, I think this is the game where they stumble. Okay. And, and I think everything's set up for it to happen. Um, with the, you know, the, what are they calling it? It's a cyclone bomb that <laughs> that's happening on the East coast with the, right, right. How much is it, um, affecting this game? I remember it's so supposed this to be game, super cold, but it, not super windy, right? Super cold. Right. Right. It's not necessarily supposed to be super windy. It's just su- supposed to be super cold. So, tr- um, I mean, I mean, that's going to suck I'm for them, but uh, traditionally the, the cold doesn't affect things as much as the wind. And the wind really, um, really I, matters. I didn't, to be honest with you, I didn't dig into like Burroughs' um, history against the Patriots. Was it this week um, or last week the Bengals had to come back? They do it a lot. But but recently, did they do that um, this week, this past week? I remember them having a good week, so I don't think so. No, but. no, no. So it must have been the week prior? It was the, it was the week before they came back on... Um, oh, man, I have to look it up. I've been drinking too much. Here. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, anyway... I don't have week um, fourteen up, so I I hate like starting anybody in this game, and like in my dynasty I have to start T Higgins, so like I'm trying to find a way to be excited about it, and that's and that's and that's my barometer for like being uh, weary of the Bengals. And so week. why, huh? What, just because the New England defense, the cold or the both? New, well, there's just uh, the New England defense like is a solid defense. Agreed. They're they're oppor- opportunistic. Joe Burrow takes a lot of chances. Uh, it typically works out for him, but. Um, the Bel- the Bill Belichick defense is, is is good at you know disguising things, and so I could definitely see a scenario where he has a game that's similar to Week One. Uh, and Week One wasn't even really terrible weather; it was kind of bad. It was a little windy. Um, 
and I'm not, and week one is not comparable to week sixteen. Yeah. I'm I'm just saying like the Pittsburgh defense was the defense that he was playing against that week, and I I could At see the him beginning at, of the season, and yeah. I could see him struggling, you know, the way that he did. Um, all right. Um, so yeah, I, and and now um, I I'm also picking the Patriots here because I you know in order for me to win my bet, like this is one <laughs> this is one of those like if they I, this is one of those games that like I they, they need to win. So okay. All right, I'm so you're picking, picking this one on hope. too. No, I'm actually no, I'm not. <laughs> and I think and I think and I think they're also pissed off about last weekend. Uh, all right, all right. Um, I'm actually I'm you, very you, happy so, to lone wolf the Bengals. Did here. you? Yeah. Um, I mean, that's the, not a bad the theory. Uh, somebody put out. I can't remember who it was that put it out there that um, maybe that that they um, that that was a designed lateral play. Oh, that, that end of the game at the end fiasco? of the game. Yeah, oh, the end of the God. game fiasco was like they're saying that perhaps Bill Belichick, like like they they designed that play. It was a like intentional lateral play because they have that little faith in their offense. <laughs> it like, sounds more like you know somebody what? roasting if, the if the, the game the if Patriots, the final but... score was twelve to six. You might have some sort of an argument. Yeah, it was a 24-24 game. It was no, like, that's and, a troll, man. That's, and they that's came, somebody and like they were down seventeen three and came back in the game. Like that's that, that was ridiculous. <laughs> so let me catch this up here. Ridiculous take. Um, I got some comments from McDurbin on Twitch. Pats are not a contender for the foreseeable future. Jets and Dolphins are structured for long term development. Um, I, yeah, I, I don't agree those... with the Dolphins right? they, because they're building around Tua, and I think that's a mistake. And not as much with the Dolphins because of high salary players like Hill, but they are making moves on skill positions with. I, I really impact. think they went in on Tua, like the way that they spent money. Like it, it feels like they're like they really bought in on Tua, and, and I don't see it. And then a question from YouTube from What a Busy, Boyd or Drake London as wide receiver Drake two. Wait, what? Drake London. Uh, Boyd or Drake London as wide uh, receiver two. Wait, wait, Drake London isn't he playing in a uh, horrible, horrible weather game? Um, Baltimore, but so but Boyd's playing in uh, Boyd's playing at New England, and he's the wide receiver three. Versus, I agree. Versus but. Drake London being the wide receiver one, playing against Baltimore, which is like the twenty sixth <clears throat> overall defense against the pass. What, what God? I wish I had. I, I need to bring up my weather thing. And Drake, remember last week I said that um, Ritter might not throw the ball twenty times, but he'll definitely throw the ball ten plus times to. To London, London had eleven targets. Right, right, and which is on twenty six attempts. Yeah. So like he's gonna get his targets. He's going to get them. I'm not saying they're gonna be great, but I'd rather start Drake London and his eight plus targets that I expect him to get this weekend than start Tyler Boyd and his like four that I expect him to get. All right, sorry, I'm giving you a weather update here. Did you guys have any? I don't know. Maybe you mentioned it already, but um, your guys' Bengals and Patriots stardom situms. Um. On well, I mean. It's it's the playoffs, man. So it's going to be hard for you to not start your the Bengals even starting all year. You know, Burrow, Chase, um, Mixon. Although interestingly, a, th- a third of Mixon's fantasy points came from one game this year, that forty-eight point game that he had. All right. Um, yeah. No. That so Mixon's actually kind of scary. He's. I, yeah. I would want. I would not want to play Mixon this week. Yeah. I'm, I'm. I'm playing against him in um, my work league, and I'm very excited about it. Yeah, no, I, I would be too. Uh, uh, sorry, just to finish up on on the uh, question out there, the uh, the weather is feels like negative one, thirteen degrees. 
uh, 15 mile an hour winds. That's not nothing. So, you know, it's significant, but it's not 20 mile an hour winds. And that's actually where it really makes a difference there. Because Drake London is going to be getting the targets, and you never know with Boyd, I'd, I'd probably go with Drake London. So there, but here's the it's thing a little about closer, the, I think than he does. But here's but a, here's the thing I'd about agree. about the statistics on um, whether or not it affects the passing game. There aren't very good statistics when it's this cold. Like the statistics that are out there are just below freezing. Like once it gets below freezing, okay. and but freezing is thirty two degrees. There is a dramatic difference between 32 degrees and five. Negative one. And yeah. <laughs> negative one. There is a dramatic difference. We're talking ice bowl. <laughs> and like, we're going to have a few of those this weekend. So, so like it the, definitely the, makes the, the, field's uh, gonna the be, fantasy. The field's going to be slippery. Interesting. Um, it, it's it's going to be interesting. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be very, very interesting this weekend. So, next. so anyway, on, on that one, um, uh, we were talking about. Uh, he says just, you still say Boyd or, or no 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 I I said it's it's I think it's closer but I agree it's Drake London is the yeah. pick there um, and just on, to finish up this game I mean you you kind of have to start mixing you're starting Chase Ramondre uh, Stevenson's really the only player you're excited about in this game though I need another I beer too because I think you like uh, because it's going to be so cold the field conditions <laughs> aren't, aren't going to be great uh, players don't tackle as well in the cold and Ramondre Stevenson is just um, he's battering ram. Like he's like yeah. I, I expect him to have a great game. Is there anybody else on the Patriots you'd want to start? Because nope. I don't think there is. I that I would. no. Like Hunter Henry is like uh, been putting up numbers, yeah. but I don't want to do he's it. He's had some game. good matchups. I think yeah. that's an illusion. Yeah. Okay, so I, I think that sums that game up, yeah, and I'm very happy to lone wolf that one. What's next? Yeah, that's a really good one to lone wolf. Yeah, I yeah. feel good about it. Lone so, wolfing with Burrow as your guy? That's, <laughs> I gotta feel pretty good. Before I get to the next game, we are currently drinking a Sloha IPA Blood Orange Hazy. And it is delicious. It is. How so, did you say it's like drinking your beer with what? So, yeah, if you've, uh, if you've, um, you like to drink like uh, wheat beers with an orange wedge or something like that, and you take a drink with the orange wedge right on the, right on the tip and you get a nice orange flavor with your beer that's what every drink of this tastes like yep when i agree without putting an orange in it so next game up we have the buffalo bills at chicago bears uh minus eight uh for the buffalo bills over under at 40 and a half the money line is at minus 390 if you're betting on the bills if you don't mind plus 320 if you're betting on the bears oh and real quick that's a six and a half percent alcohol beer <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm feeling so, that six. So, so I'm feeling that right? extra two and a half percent. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, we're on the Bills. Bills, and yes. Bears. And this another um, ice game. Another here. Let oh, me yeah. look up the weather while you st- you get us started here. Um, yeah, this is so. A lot of these games are going to be similar, where you just you're really trying to avoid the the pass catchers. Like you're not going to sit Stephon Diggs. There's no way. Like. Um, of the quarterbacks, you know, that could possibly just it. ignore the weather. Josh Allen's at the top of the list. Okay, but let's let's uh, throw out the weather here. It's bad. It is really bad. It is going to be 7 degrees Fahrenheit. Feels like negative 13. <laughs> That's ice bowl. <clears throat> that and is like exactly the ice bowl. Wind 22 miles an hour. Yeah. Yeah, so, that's dude. That's the ice bowl. You basically do I'm not serious. want like, anybody any out there listening catchers. right now. Like, look, you can just if you're not familiar, Google ice bowl, and it'll be the 1967 yeah. championship game between the Cowboys and Packers, and that's what you're gonna see 
all over the NFL. And so I, I, yeah, I don't want to start a single pass catcher in this game. I've got Stefan Diggs in one of my leagues. You have to. And I, I you think have I'm going to gonna start him, you but have to, God, man. I just, I'm so nervous You're, about it. I, who are your, I think what are, my, what are my your choice options? would be like uh, Michael Pittman and here, let me check. Oh, you can sit Pittman. He's got Nick Foles now. <laughs> yeah, I know that. That definitely makes me nervous. <laughs> so so that's your, why Diggs is still in there. If you, for your playoff run? And, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then Hollywood Brown's out, and yeah, no, I'm stuck with him. You have to. Start this. <laughs> I'm stuck with him. But see, but yeah. that's the thing is, I'm looking for options. That's how bad I think this game is going to be. And I love Stefan Diggs, so uh, so stay away from all pass catchers possible. Stefan Diggs, you're probably going to have to start. The quarterbacks are the only things you want, and so you want. Yeah, both quarterbacks. You're going to start Diggs because you have to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you're going to play Allen. You're going to play Justin Fields. And then David Montgomery. I was going to say and probably Khalil Montgomery Herbert, and maybe like even Singletary you, on the other we're side. Weary about David Montgomery this week because Khalil Herbert's back. He's supposed to play, but uh, I still, he, it's it's his first week back from IR. And they're going to run the ball forty I, times. I still expect David Montgomery to get you know at least twenty touches in this game. So um, I'm just putting it out there. And, and I'll, I'll just Sing- throw out Singletary too. Herbert's I back. think Singletary in in this kind like of game, he's, he's going to get a lot of uh, James Cook too. Um, uh, James Singletary James to me to has more, the more he's more the more talented back. Cook is a bit ooh, more of a battering ram, but ooh, I don't I don't agree with that. I'm just I'm just telling you what I've seen so far this year. I I, I haven't seen any backstory on Cook or anything else. I only know what what he's done. I, I've this been year watching in the NFL. All year. I've been watching him all and, year. And, and he, in the NFL like this him. year, he hasn't looked great. They haven't like, given very many opportunities. It's the, like you have to. I, I you feel have like to, the Bills know their players. You, okay, <laughs> so, McDermott, which is Twitch. why they give the ball to Josh Allen all the time. <laughs> Got a question. Uh, would this be a good week to prior to prioritize? Uh, I said that road wrong twice. Tight ends and running backs in the flex spot to take advantage of the dink and dunks. No, um, I like that. I do like that. And um, I mean, I think that that is probably a reaction from. I, I, I shouldn't say probably. I, I'm, I'm wondering if that is a reaction from last night and Evan Ingram being so successful against right. against the Jets. And, and that might be you know what's successful in some. But of Evan Ingram's ice games. a different. A yes. different animal, you know. So, like, if you're looking for somebody to compare him to that could do that, there's like one person on my mind that's like Isaiah Likely from and, from Baltimore. He's who's he's going to get more work this week because Baltimore is just like they're hurting so bad they just resigned Sammy Watkins. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> um, but I, no, I would not do that. Um, I would, if you can, just try and start your receivers that are not in those games. Like it, when you're talking about a top ten guy, though, like. You can't go away from Jamar Chase. You can't go away from uh, T. Higgins. You can't go away from Diggs. Uh, from Diggs, like you have yeah. to start those guys. Like you, you can't go away from them. Um, you can go away from guys like Drake London and Tyler Boyd and uh, who yeah. else? We got we got uh, Gabe Davis is is also another guy that in those games. Um, uh, Jacoby yeah. Myers, like you can go away from guys like that. You can, there's other options you can start. Like uh, I feel you can, like you can tiptoe around these games. You can yeah. go. You can look at the. Uh, um, the Seattle um, Kansas City game, or you can look at the Minnesota New York game. That's my that's my favorite yeah. game of the weekend to, to stream players. But from. I'll say if you're in a deep league and you're kind of trapped with your decisions and stuff, I mean that might be a tiebreaker in some of your decisions. You know what I mean? Like yes, that that you yeah, know sure. I, I would for I would sure. definitely throw that out there. Um, like it, it's a decent tiebreaker if everything if, is kind of the same. So if Taysom Hill is available 
in your league. Pick him up. Pick him up and start him this weekend. Yeah, he's going to be good this week. He's going to yes, he's going to be great this weekend. He's going to be better than a lot of these like I would rather have I really hope he's I, better than Kelsey. <laughs> I'm, please, I, so please, please, in please. my in my work league, I am starting both Stefan Diggs and Taysom Hill and I have higher expectations from Taysom Hill this yeah, week than I do exactly. Stefan Diggs, but I'm still going to start Diggs. I yeah. like you have to do it because like I I mean um, anybody who's been playing for a while, like I mean, no one's going to forget his, uh, what was it? 40, 49, 50 point performance and on the championship weekend, two years ago where he scored three touchdowns on Monday night football, like to win so many championships for people. There's no way you can sit him. There's no way. Cause he knows, he knows it's playoff time. There you go. So <clears throat> you guys going bills or bears? Bills. Oh, bills. This is yeah. not a question. Bills everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Next game up, we have Seahawks at Kansas City. Seahawks. I like this game a lot. Like <laughs> Seahawks plus 10.5 over under at 49.5. Money line, if you're betting on the Seahawks, plus 410. And if you're betting on the Chiefs, minus 520. Yeah, so this is a game with a more manageable weather. I think it has a lot of flex options because mm-hmm. of because the weather is so bad. I think like you can look. In other places. You mean. In other places. Like the, the, you know, you can, the expectations are going to be brought down low enough. That you can look at, um, I don't, I'm not sure if he's going to play, but you can look at Marquise Goodwin. Um, one of my favorite plays of the weekend is Noah Fant. Okay. Noah Fant has been getting it done on five targets a game, and they just lost Tyler Lockett, and they might be without Marquise Goodwin, Goodwin and they yeah. are going to have to throw the ball. I think Noah Fant is a smash play this weekend, and he's going to be available in a right. lot of leagues. Hmm. Now, I, I got to say the game plan here for the Seahawks is going to be Kenneth Walker. Like that's going to be the game plan, he whether that's going to work out or not. Week. They're like, saying he's going to play, but I'm so worried. But look I, at their I, actions. Look I, at their actions. I, they they're, cut, they're dropping other running hold backs. On. We're not sure. We're not sure who they cut. Like, the, the, like <laughs> we, there has nobody there has, knows if Homer's there, still there, on the team. No, or not. Has, I mean, I didn't actually go look to confirm it after I, after I, you know what I'm talking about after after I you know heard heard the news today uh, that. Um, uh, that Homer is actually still on the team, yeah. and they just cut uh, Tony Jones Jr. Right. So um, they expect Kenneth Walker and DJ Jow- DJ Dallas to play this weekend, but we don't know what's going to happen with the with the workload. We don't know how you know how effective he's actually going to be. I'm very very hopeful. I'm yes. playing Kenneth Walker in my um, and and my I, work and, and I'm a guy playing Kenneth Walker in two of my three leagues still in it right now. And I've been, I've been watching the situation closely. He played last week. He looked good last week. And it was with this same injury. And now, he finished he did, the game. And he finished the game. Yeah. Looked good. Like, no setbacks. Yeah. So I really think that his days off this week were rest. You know what I mean? We're, we're, we're veteran rest uh, practices. And I'm cool with that. Uh, I did hear about the back spasms later in the week. That, that worried can, me. That, yeah. that can be a little bit worrisome. But again, like, you know, we have medication and whatnot for that. I, I, I think that's... Shoot him up. Like uh, speaking as somebody that's had back spasms, I think he'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> well, all right then. I feel much better. I'm, like I said, I, I'm st- I'm starting him with confidence. But, I feel good about yeah, it. Uh, but that doesn't change Noah Fant for me. That does not yeah. change how I feel about Noah Fant this weekend. I think he's like I, I'm starting Ken Walker. Well, and that kind of fits the the game plan. You know what I mean? Is is you know keeping it close, running the ball, uh, having long drives, and and if that's what they're doing, then no Fant is going to be a big part of it. And that. then on the other side, I think that this is a, so they've been working him back the last couple of weeks, but I think this is an MVS game. Okay, because Seattle is very susceptible to to being beat downfield, and he's their guy. And 
they're going to want to make sure that their offense can do all the things that it needs to do when they get into the playoffs. So I could see them taking a couple of shots in this game to MVS. I'm guessing we're all going Chiefs on this. Oh, I, let me let me put that put some context on that. Like I would rather start MVS than Tyler Boyd this weekend. What about Juju? No, let's not okay. get crazy. Yeah. Let's, so he's not your favorite receiver. No, I'm, on that I'm side. saying like he's in your other favorite games. dart throw on that side. He's my like I well because the weather is so bad in certain spots. Like I would rather you know hitch my wagon to MVS than a lot of these other like we expect them to be wide receiver threes on a normal basis. And now they're in a bad weather situation type of guys. Like I'd rather start MVS than probably Drake London. And, you know, and I just picked, picked Drake London over Tyler Boyd. So that's kind of where I see and, him. And honestly, I, I would, I would agree with that. And I hate him. And we know what we can, but yes, because, you know but what the because of is. the weather, you know and what because, the floor is. Uh, we saying, expect a lot like, of points out of Kansas city. And yeah. Yeah. I think this is going to be a high scoring game. Because um, I think Seattle's going to be able to score points still without Tyler Lockett. And I'm just going to throw out there, I am really, really rooting against Kelsey this week. <laughs> I'm playing against him in two of my three leagues. <laughs> I'm playing against him as well, so we're both against uh, him. Both. And he's in a fantastic But um, I have bad news for you. Yes, Seattle is actually yes. just a shade better than Arizona when it comes to defending mm, the Titans. Yeah. <laughs> so this is well, ugly. and that's just because they haven't played Can- uh, Kelsey yet. So yeah. now they'll probably be dead last after this week. Yeah. Yes, I- I'm well aware. It's, u- it's, it's ugly. I-, I put the... like. Um, if he scores 16 points, so, I'll be thrilled. <laughs> Who are you picking? <laughs> oh, Kansas City for sure. Yeah, we all pick Kansas City. Yes. Next up, we got New York Giants at the Vikings. New York Giants plus four over under at 49 and a half. Your money line, if you're betting on the Giants, plus 170. If you're betting on the Vikings, minus 200. We need a, like, a sound drop for the, the, the fantasy bonanza alert. Oh, really? You think this is the fantasy? This is the one for me this week, I think, for sure. Like, based on what the Vikings, Hmm. um, based on what we just saw the Vikings put on tape against the Colts. Mm -hmm. Like, did you guys watch the game? I did. I I watched almost every minute of that game, and I still don't know exactly what to say about it because it is technically the greatest comeback of all time, but Kirk Cousins, but Kirk Cousins was still making mistakes in late into the third quarter of that game, and I, I it's the, like I watched the like the greatest comeback of all time before last weekend was that Bills Oilers divisional game from 1992. I watched that as a kid, and. Those two games were not the same. That was like the game that Colts Vikings game was an absolute dumpster fire of a football game. Yes, I, I agree. Like the but, Colts, like they bumbled themselves into a 33 point lead. It, you know it, what? It, it should have been 50. Good. It should have been 50. If it was a competent team, it would yes. have been. Yes. Because they were like the Colts were. They were given gift after gift after gift. Inside the 30. Uh, yeah. Like it was, it was crazy. The Vikings failed two, two fourth down fake punts, not fourth down attempts. They didn't, they didn't go for it on fourth down. So I, I like, I saw this statistic later in the game that they were zero for two on fourth down attempts, and I was like, <laughs> no, 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 no. They have not attempted to go for it on fourth right. down yet. They have attempted to trick their opponent. 
on fourth down twice and failed miserably. But like you're down at the 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 second one, they're down at that point already. Uh, what was the score? Twenty three to nothing or something like that. It it was it was twenty plus to nothing or something like that. You're inside your own thirty, and you're gonna you. It's fourth and one, and they had third and one too. Yeah. And fourth and one, and you're gonna attempt a fake punt pass. You have got to be kidding me. Genius. Genius. Real <laughs> men of genius. And like because he won the game, people are all just like ready to praise Kevin O'Connell. It's like I I didn't forget about the first half of that game. I watched it. Like it is in my mind. It's going to be hard for me to forget that, especially because of it went down as the the greatest comeback of yeah. all time. But the it was fun to watch. To me, say. it's not like t- technically <laughs> it is. Point wise, it is okay. I'll, okay, no, you no, want to lawyer it. your way into being the greatest comeback of all time? Go ahead. That's still it to me. It's still Jim Kelly and the nineteen ninety two Buffalo. <laughs> but, excuse me, Frank Reich and the nineteen ninety two Buffalo Bills. That was incredible. What they were able to do. Their starting quarterback got knocked out of that game. No, they it, were down thirty five to three at halftime in a playoff game. Yeah, and they when they came back. They it was with a vengeance. Like they steamrolled the Oilers in this in the last twenty five minutes of that game. The Vikings did not steamroll the Colts in the last twenty five minutes of that game. In fact, they absolutely still could have lost the game at multiple points. Multiple points where the game was at just teetering. Like if Zach Moss isn't an idiot and um doesn't run out of bounds when he gets right. that on that first down run. The Vikings lose. Like the Vikings lose. It, <laughs> it no, was, I I agree. The, it, it felt much more like an indie collapse than yeah, oh than a yeah, Viking absolutely. Win. You know what I mean. Absolutely. And obviously both things like, had to happen for the greatest comeback of all time to happen. So both things did happen, but it felt we, much what, more on. on the side of the indie. Can we, just, can we call up. it the largest comeback of all time? Like instead of greatest, okay, yeah, right, yeah. Like because right. I don't like calling it the greatest. I don't. I don't like that at all. Like I, I Fair good, enough. good for you Vikings. You know, happy for you guys that, that you were able to win that game. It's a big win. They won the division because of that game. They didn't have to wait for the Lions to lose another game. Um, but whew. okay, so you expect a lot of points in this game. So um, you know, Viking side, you know, you you've got your your natural. Uh, they could lose Jefferson. this game. I feel like Cook is going to be a massive play this week. Oh, um, this is Cousins this, is a good is, play. So what the what you want to know about this game is like I think you Darius Slayton is a really really good play. There, Dar, I would rather play Darius Slayton um, than a lot of guys hmm. this weekend. Like I expect more points out of Darius Slayton this weekend than I do out of T Higgins, and I have I have both of those guys in my dynasty. Um, I'd rather start. Uh, I don't know if Chris Olave is going to play. I'd rather play Darius Slayton than Chris Olave. I'd rather play. Uh, who's a good one? Um, a lot like, of I'd, I'd rather. I would bit. rather play Darius Slayton than uh, DJ Moore, who a lot oh. of people are wanting to play this weekend against the Lions. I'd, I'd rather play Darius Slayton. Um, what about like a uh, Terry McLaurin? That's a good question. Like it's getting. It's right there. Right there. That's exactly okay. where I see yeah, him. It's kind of right yeah. there. Um, All right. 
So like if he's available on your waiver wire and you're having an iffy start, like you can, I, I think you can, me personally, I believe you can feel confident in starting Darius Slayton this weekend. Okay. Um, oh, uh, I almost forgot Hawkinson. The, so, Hawkinson's going to be really good this week. Yeah, I, well, I think everybody is. Like, I really yeah. do. Like, uh, the only one I'm not excited about starting is Adam Thielen. I was going to throw and that out there. The yeah. reason I'm not excited be, is because, like, the thing that um, I was most impressed with in the game last weekend was KJ Osborne. Like, he immediately shot to the top of my radar. Like, the top of my list for, so like, watching... He had watching, games like that last year, Watching what happens with his situation for next year. Like, what happens with Adam Thielen. What happens around him. Like, if they, like his that, contract situation. That's funny because at the end of last year, I had these exact same thoughts about K.J. Osborne. I, I picked him he, up in my dynasty. I was like... You know, this That's this funny. guy could be the guy, That's, you know, and this year has been really, really disappointing I have not seen for him a game, up till now. I have not seen a game out of him like I we saw against the Colts. That was that was different. Oh, yeah. I mean like, that, that was a career the, game, but well, but he was doing things that Justin Jefferson can't do. Because if you so another thing that I noticed in, in, real quick what in, in that game was that Justin Jefferson's in his third year, he still looks really skinny to me. He does look small. Doesn't he? Is it his third year? I thought it was. Second. He's in his no, third year. He's yeah. in his third. He's in his third year. He's still and so CD Lamb. And if you look at CD Lamb, CD Lamb is turning into a monster of a of a physical specimen. Yeah. Like when I saw him at, like as a rookie, I was said he looks like baby DeAndre Hopkins to me, and he really is starting to look like DeAndre Hopkins. Um, and so so I want so I wonder you know the the longevity of of what Justin Jefferson's doing. Because like if he doesn't develop that physical body, eventually he's not going to be able to you know win the, yeah. the shifty. He's going to have to beat people physically. Like he has, to, you eventually have to develop that that physicality. All of the great wide receivers do. All right. of them. All of them. Unless he's Jerry Rice, <laughs> which and knows? Jerry Rice is still like if you watch Jerry Rice's his highlights, like it's, it's I saw this um this comparison between Debo Samuel and Jerry Rice. And I was really blown away because I didn't remember Jerry Rice for being such a dominant, like physical presence, physical runner with yeah, the football. I wouldn't have thought that too, but he was. Hmm. He really like a lot. A lot of his highlights are of him like running through tackles. Yeah, he did. Like yeah. he and and then exploding away. Because when I think of Jerry Rice, the first thing I think of is a quick slant for eighty yards. Yeah, that, <laughs> that is the first thing that comes to my mind when I think of Jerry Rice. <laughs> so two <laughs> comments to the conversation. Times. It was the largest point deficit overturned, but in yes. reality, the result of it. And underwhelming clickbait. Scary Terry will have a mm-hmm. good week versus 49ers, mainly on third and long screens. Oh, God, I hope you're right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm a so Terry McLaurin uh, you know, owner, I, obviously, in the teams and lover, and uh, I hope you're right. I, I think you could be right, but, but I agree versus with him. Uh, San Francisco just scares me. I agree with him being in third and long a lot this weekend, and I agree with him trying that play. The 49ers have the best linebacking core in football. And you just can't run screens against that team. It just doesn't work. They're just they're too good. Um you the, the way they've been beaten um has actually been downfield because they've they've had a couple injuries in the secondary. They haven't been like and their uh their baby Palomalu uh Hufanga has been in and out the last uh, few weeks with um, I think he's had multiple concussions. Mm, not good. Um, so they that's where that's where they've been susceptible. And like and they did like um I was at that Bucks game, they did get beat a couple of times. They were lucky um on the Mike Evans play for the Mike Evans play to get called back because that, that that 
that was, there was no holding. Touchdown, yeah. There was no holding on that play. Like I've <laughs> watched a lot of football. There was no holding on that play. Um, but they can be beat that way. Yeah. Um, and that's not what McLaurin does. That's what Jahan Dotson does. So that that's actually the um, spoiler alert. We'll we'll see him later. In, okay. In one of our lineups. Um, <clears throat> Jahan Dotson is actually I'm I'm more excited about this weekend than McLaurin. Okay. Hot take. And that is not personal. Uh, and, and to finish up the, the game that we're on here, I mean, we've talked about the Vikings. We like all the weapons there. Uh, Giants side, you, you know, we've talked about Slayton. Uh, Barkley, of course, you have it's to It's going to be a good game for Daniel Jones. Um, Daniel Jones is yeah, Dan- maybe a streamer. I think he's, oh, because of the weather, he's definitely a streamer. Like, yeah. You'd love to start Daniel Jones this, this weekend. Yeah, there's As- probably... It's probably weird. I mean, it's a weird thing to say, but it might be true. I'd rather start so <laughs> crazy. I'd rather start Daniel Jones than Justin Fields. No, I think that's about accurate with uh, the weather going on. Justin Man, Fields. that so would be hard to do. Justin Fields, if you, if I can't you guys don't know, Justin Fields is the QB1 since week six. Yeah. No. I'm... So we all going Vikings? I am. You know you want to take the Giants. Go for it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to take the Giants. <laughs> I think he's just trying to catch me in the uh, No, I actually, no, here. I really, like, I think, I, I really do believe that, like, the Vikings are, like, they did, the Vikings did not play a great game. They were lucky to win that game. And, like, a lot of times the, those things, those things lead to letdowns. The Giants, on the other hand, were expected to just lay down. Everybody had them, like, including us, except for Ray, had them um, laying down to the commanders. Like I had them getting beat up by the commanders. I had them losing that game going away. Um, and sometimes that, like that can, you know, something like winning a game like that and the way that they won the game can really like, you know, bring a team together. And I don't think the Vikings are necessarily better than the Giants. I think they are you know, more talented. I think they are a better team, but the Viking, Vikings have proven the Giants over are more and talented over again. Defense. The, Vikings. the Giants are a more talented yeah, defense. The Vikings have proven over and over again they can lose to anybody. Yeah, because they've got number eight. So, so McDermott <laughs> wants to add that baby Troy will get beat down, down field, but more so because of PIs. Uh, yeah. There you go. So next like up, that. we have uh, Detroit Lions at the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Detroit Lions are minus two and a half. The over-under is at 43 and a half. And if the money line, if you're betting on the Detroit Lions, is minus 145. And if you're betting on the Panthers, plus 125. Go Lions. Something about Go <laughs> Lions is right. Like They're so much fun to watch. I'm so proud of them. <laughs> <laughs> and like way to go little guy uh, the, uh, well i've just I'm, i've been on this team for a year yeah like i've been like and i mean like not just this season i've been on this team for a year and like i was i was a fan of what they were doing at the end of last season we talked about it in the off season yeah, I, I, and then i like hard knocks got us all whipped up and, and then and, they came and out and it was so yeah. yeah and it was it was like oh no way how could this happen so for it to turn around like this oh man what a, what yeah. a story it's awesome it is awesome and it's like and it's it's a little bittersweet for me to talk about it because the jets are like are not doing well right now and, I, and, right. The, and the jets are my other you know my, my other baby team um but man the lions look good the yep. lions look like a playoff team 
and and honestly, they're just a team you want to watch. They're fun. Uh, they've got a high-powered offense, and they've got a lousy defense, so they're always good games. <laughs> and it's something just about a that lot of quarterback. Fun, Where did he come from? Where did they uh, get their quarterback from? Oh, he's horrible. Who'd want him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that guy. You know, he could start for my team for yeah. sure. <laughs> I certainly, certainly wouldn't trade him in a way. Trade him away in, in, a, in a deal for a Super Bowl. And and, and for, I definitely wouldn't give him away. And, and no, actually, you know R- what? Ray's like, we'd still trade him away. We'd just ask you, for more. You, yeah, you'd ask for more. <laughs> you just, yeah, if you had to do it over again, you'd give away less first-rounders. <laughs> At the end of the day, he doesn't really show up on like uh, pivotal, I, like stressful moments. There's a lot. You know what? You can say that about like eight-tenths of the quarterbacks in the league right now, to be real. like There's like five guys right uh, now. I'd say more like 80%, but... Yeah, you know what? Uh, Just messing with us. He's probably who says that. Eighty yeah. percent, man. Come on. I was gonna say nine out of ten, and then and then I just said decided to say eight out of ten. So, I was right. like, so anyway, anyway, like, but eight out of ten quarterbacks in the league. Seriously, seriously, because there's like five guys in the league where you're like, I don't care what position. I don't. I don't care what you're trying to do to that guy. I expect that guy to succeed. There's like five of those guys. Really? I mean, who, I mean, we we could name them. So it's it's Mahomes. It's Allen, Rogers, and, and I mean, it, I don't even know if you put Allen up there yet. I don't know if you do. Really? Because he hasn't like he hasn't gotten to the game. So yeah. we're talking about I'd still put we're talking there. about Mahomes. We're talking about Rogers and Burrow, and that's like it. Because the other guys just haven't done it yet. Like you think they can do it, but we're not. You would could, you would throw Burrow in there? Oh yeah, okay. he owns Mahomes right now. Oh, we're gonna get to find that out, huh? Like he owns. It's awesome. It's actually. gonna be I a love, fun postseason. I, I, I tell you, dude, what. I like Joe Burrow so much. Yeah, I really do. Well, I like, I, I wish he was my quarterback. And I kind of have to hate him. So there you, you go. do, and that sucks. <laughs> like I, like I feel, I feel for you, buddy, because he's gonna be doing this for a while. No, it's good. Yeah, I, I have a feeling the Bengals are going to be our competition you, for the next ten years instead of the uh, the and you, Ravens. You, so. you know how he, you know how I know he's gonna be doing it for a while, because the same thing happened to him that happened to Carson Wentz. That took Carson Wentz down, and he came back stronger. Oh, the same injury. Okay. So you yeah. guys are all taking Lions because that was the that was the day that that the 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 that Bengals dynasty <laughs> yeah. that was gonna be born died was when who was what what fat Pittsburgh lineman was it that that fell on his leg? <laughs> oh, <I don't> know. <laughs> you know, like Good for was, him. That was sad though. That was really sad. Like that that stadium was quiet. And that happened. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Yeah. So Lions, everybody? Anyway. Uh, definitely taking the Lions. Oh, yeah. Well, there's no reason to even talk about this game. Fantasy prospects. Let's move like, on, so, fan, so fantasy prospects, don't do not do oh, it to yourself. Don't start DeAndre Swift. I, I'd have Jamal Williams. It's week, it's week 16. You have to win. Yeah. Jamal Williams, I'm in on. Yeah. Jamal, like, he's not scored a touchdown the last two weeks. He's having one of those years where you just like – you just kind of have to start him. Yeah, because he's. What like, do you consider him? Like I, I, in my head, I, he's a low end RB two. Two. Yeah. Yeah. Low yeah. end RB two. So. Yeah. There's um, probably have to start him, especially. This I would game. rather start him than Joe Mixon. Whew. I, I I have real trouble remove, doing that, but re- you remove, might be right. Remove Jamal Williams's best game, which is like 25, 28 points, and remove Joe Mixon's best game. Forty five. Yeah. Forty eight points. And then look at their season stats. <laughs> Jamal Williams is yeah. better every week. 
still be so, real hard to do. Uh, Carolina yeah. side, I mean, do we like the, the, the don't Detroit do it defense? again? Don't do it. Don't start DJ Moore. Don't, I, I'm don't telling do you, it. I just the Detroit I mean, defense. You can is kind, bad. You, you can kind of do it, but don't do it. But this week with all the bad weather games, <laughs> oh, I, I mean, I, I think you're going to get can, forced to, you man. Can kind of do it, but don't do it. Yeah, I think there's so, a good chance you're you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to do it. You know what? It's um uh somebody brought up um. Terrace Marshall and I don't hate Terrace Marshall. Terrace Marshall actually does get um, it doesn't really show up in the stat box all the time, um, <laughs> but he plays ninety percent of the snaps. Dude's doing a lot of cardio, been doing it all year. And um, I love that segment. So McDurbin wants. To I add, like that too. <clears throat> McDurbin wants to add ask a question here, not fantasy related. Uh, who is the more impressive underdog story this season, Jets or Lions? I'm talking full season, not just right well, now. Well, one of those two teams has had to start Zach Wilson five to six times this year. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so, got to be the Jets, right? So here, and they, and they, I have two answers for this question. See, now if, if you're saying like which team is set up better for the future, like for next year, I, the Jets, I probably right? the Jets. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, Even with the quarterback, but which question. is the but the question yeah. is like which is the better comeback story? Which is the better story this year? Detroit yeah. Lions, Detroit Lions by far. I don't, I can't say it's by far, and I like I, because there's been so much going on with the Jets. The Jets have had to go through so much. Like the Lions, the the Lions had to go through DeAndre Swift being injured. Like other than that. Name for me, please. 20 years of garbage seasons. Oh, it's more like 60, bro. <laughs> I'm just they have, saying. The Lions, like, the Lions haven't won since They've 19, got a lot of baggage, bro. Actually, 70. I believe they haven't won since 1952, right. something like that. And that's what I'm saying. That it's, is a lot it's bad. of baggage. But, yeah, it's so, right. So, be happy for them, right? But the Jets are bad, too. The Jets no, are bad, no, too. Sure. The Jets did get a Super Bowl. But they haven't sucked as much as Detroit. <laughs> No, no, they haven't. No, they've they the Jets have had much more shining like moments, yeah. you know, in the last twenty five to thirty years. But the Jets didn't get Barry Sanders, so. But and and I'll say it's been a fun year because we're able to have this kind of a discussion. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, what about it's I love been it. a fun? I love I love that. I, you know what? I hold on. Let me take. Can we take a second? Hold on. Let me add this in real quick. Let me add this in real quick. Because I don't want to lose it. Um, what if we add the Seahawks into the that Geno Smith? That part of it, yeah, that's a good addition right there. Honestly. Gino, like honestly, Geno Smith, just because of his quote from Monday Night Football. What was the quote? It was, uh, yeah, they yeah, they wrote me off. I ain't right back though. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody wrote me off. I ain't, I problem is I ain't right back though. So, yeah. so, it was something, something along like, those. Yeah, yes. I do remember hearing that. And like because of that, and he and and he, and he just continued to shut people up because when he said that, it like. Their season could have just as easily flipped on its head, and yeah. they, and but it didn't. He just like Geno Smith has been a stud starter in fantasy football this year. Yeah. Like he's been a like. Do I start uh, Justin Herbert in this iffy matchup, or do I just start Geno Smith and get the solid points? And, yeah. you, and Geno Smith's been the right answer half the time, at least. Yeah. Um, and, and I think um, the Seahawks, like you can throw them into that category because we did expect them to be one of the worst teams in the league this year. They're the su- most in. surprising team. Yes. They're, they are the most surprising very team. Surprising. It's a we, great story. We talked yeah. about, remember we got to the end of last year and we were talking about the Seahawks and I said um, they were the most disappointing team to me because I didn't see anything new 
on their team. There wasn't any there wasn't anything to be excited about for their future right. from their draft picks last year and they just did a whole 180. They completely nailed the draft this year. They have so many pieces now to be excited about if you're yeah. a Seahawks fan for the future. Just a complete complete different story from from where we were at this time last year. So that's awesome, but uh, dude Based on everything that's happened, like I am still like rooting the hardest for the Jets. So like that, I feel like that's my answer. We, we feel that. <laughs> I, um, so and I and I and you know and I and I I like the Lions, but I kind of feel like so what where I feel like is that the Lions are. <laughs> Wadabizi says that uh, they're a more solid team right now than the Jets are. So. I don't need. I'm not watching their development and rooting for them as hard as I am for the Jets right now because I'm trying because I want You're more the, excited for their. Future. I want the Jet. I, I'm excited about the Jets' future, and I want to see how they're going to figure it out. And um, just all the things that the Jets have gone through. The Jets lost four starting offensive tackles this year. Four, yeah. like they. They, their offensive line was supposed to be one of the best offensive lines in football, and they they they've they've pieced it together, you know, um, after just losing guy after guy after guy. They lost the most exciting new running back in football for the year. Halfway through the season, yeah. you know, they've it's they've had they've started three different quarterbacks this yeah. year. So to me, the Jets' story is more impressive than than the Lions story so far this year. And so, I and it's and the Lions story is flashy just because they've won so many consecutive games. Hard knocks. <laughs> well, so what a busy uh wants to add that his um that Geno Smith has been a waiver wire hero for me. Me too. Mm-hmm. And McDurbin says all the leagues where I had where I drafted Trey Lance um <laughs> ended up with Geno Smith and, nice. and, and he saved my seasons. Yeah. And McDurbin wants to add that um Something actually made him laugh out loud. And I don't know what it was you guys said, but you guys made him laugh. So uh, <laughs> let us you. know what it is it was. <laughs> and let's go Jets, uh, McDurbin. That's funny. All right, which game were we actually on? So we were we were on Lions Panthers. Lions Pan- yeah. And we all picked Lions. Oh no! Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hold on. Were we on Seahawks Chiefs? Yeah, and you don't, really don't want to start a Panther other than DJ Moore. And I, no, we were, yeah, uh, no, Terrence that's Marshall right. was the dart throw. Right, uh, he's an interesting and I, dart actually, throw. Actually, I. I mean, I think you can stream Sam Darnold if you have to. There's so many bad games this week. I'd rather play Darnold Sam Darnold than Taylor through. Heineke. I, this week, that might be that, that probably probably true this week. I would rather. Yeah, actually, that's I, very true this week yes. because of what we know about Jared Goff on the road. Like, if you're starting Jared Goff over Sam Darnold this weekend, you're like you're you're a believer. You're not like you're not somebody who's yes, like sir, I an am. educated decision. I, you're a, you're I a am, believer. I'm starting Goff over over uh, a few people here. I, I really think that that Goff. I mean, the Goff isn't Daniel Jones available in our league? The reason? No, I don't think so. I don't think so either. No. Uh, but but the reason why you're why you're disparaging golf is because of his away splits, right? And if you look at the away the matchups, teams that I, know, he played, I agree. I agree. They're much better teams. I agree. So I, I agree. think that's kind of a trash stat. I I, I think he's going to overcome that this week. But so McDermott that might just be hope. <laughs> he's hoping pretty hard. A comment from McDermott. <laughs> he, uh, he needs a big game from his quarterback. Come on, baby. Adding to the conversation, McDermott, Gino doing better than Wilson, Jared doing better than Stafford, MSC East might go to playoffs, some crazy things this season. 
Yeah. <laughs> like I said, that's that's the way this season has been, man. It has been a nutty season. It's it's been it's been beautiful. It's been fun. Yeah. It, it has been fun. You it's know, been what such I mean? a great it, season. It sucks okay. as my you know my Steelers might not be in the playoffs and everything else. Aww. But honestly, it's it's been a fun football year. Oh, and it was Gino's uh, comment that made him laugh. They wrote me off, but I didn't write back. I ain't right, oh, I ain't yeah. Right. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> next up, we got Texans at Titans. Houston Texans plus three and a half. The over under at thirty five. Let's go 5. Texans. If you're betting on the Texans, the money line is plus one fifty five. If you're betting on the Titans, it's minus one eighty. So I, I I make that joke, but the Texans like they just pushed the Cowboys to the brink and took the Chiefs to overtime in back to back weeks. Yep. So so they're ready to get smashed again. <laughs> How are the Titans going to do that? Uh, Derrick Henry. I understand. So, Derrick Henry averaging two hundred and twenty something yards against and two Houston. touchdowns. Yeah. over the last five games, uh, five games against like Houston. Seven, it's five. Yeah. It's five. It's absurd. His low point is like two twenty and two touchdowns yeah. in the last five games against the Texans. It's absurd. And he's going to get the in ball all times. five of those games. Ryan Tannehill started at quarterback and it's, it's a just, big deal. It's a big deal because like, and if you look at it, like the chiefs are not a good defense, right? Uh-huh. They looked real good against the Malik Willis led Titans and Derrick Henry scored a touchdown in that game and saved you. Like, and he still scored under 10 PPR points in that game. Right. So I, also, I don't think the Texans think can do anything like, like that to him. I don't. I don't. Right. I, Derrick Henry will still have a monster game. But will it be enough? But he could have a monster game. They score 13 points. Yeah. Well, yeah, 20, but still, yeah. I don't I, think so. No, Derrick, Derrick Henry could have a monster game where he rushes for 150-plus yards, catches like five passes, and scores a touchdown, and they score 13 points. We're all picking Titans on this, right? No, we're talking it, about it. I'm serious. I, he's talking Texans, I'm, man. I'm serious. Like, the Texans are, 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 are not you, playing yes. bad football. They're not playing bad football. So you're going to go with Texans? I want to. I, I, <laughs> I want to, Long you, pause. He's making the argument, but I too. But Again, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I honestly don't want to spend too much time on this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but We're, because uh, you are only start, starting Derrick Henry on one side, yeah. and uh, Houston, who are you starting? So Houston, anybody? Chris Moore was a little disappointing. Um, he got off to a hot start. I, I imagine if you were yeah, watching I, that happen, you're probably nervous. like, you're, yeah. yeah, you're probably like, what the hell is going on here? Mm-hmm. Um, but um, and I, so I don't know what the Chiefs did to actually stop the flow, uh, but it did stop. Mm-hmm. Now Tennessee's pass defense is even worse than. Kansas City's. I don't think that Romeo Cornell is as dumb as Brandon Staley. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Brandon Staley is the head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers, and he decided to turn his offense into the Atlanta Falcons offense last week when playing against the Tennessee Titans. It was strange. The result was a 17-14 game. Um, I don't think that's going to happen. I think the the I think actually um, Dr- Driscoll is um, available as a tight end. <laughs> Still this, out there. This is a good game to start him. Yeah, could be. Um, but I, I, you'd rather have Hill. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, you'd rather have Hill for sure. But but I do think this is a this is a Driscoll game. Th- this yeah. one. No, I can see that. Um, so I I uh, if I was in a spot, if I was like you know I really hated my receivers, I could even see flexing him. Because I think the floor is like six points. Oh wow! 
Flexing them seems a little strong, but uh, tight end, put the Roman into your tight I'm end say, spot. But I this, can see that. this weekend is so bad. Like I've, I'm just saying I feel strongly yeah. about his, uh, you know, his chances okay. to score points this weekend. Mm. Um, Mick Durbin thinks the Texans are going to win this one. See? There you go. See? Somebody on your side, see? man. No, the, the Titans are just playing so bad. I'm going to put you down I, here, Mick Durbin, as Texans. We can read this off next week. Yeah, we'll see. If, yeah. <laughs> And can we, and, uh, can we call it? Can we call him McLovin? <laughs> right. I wouldn't be surprised if that kind of helped origin his name. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a lot of faith in Vrabel too. So. Huh? Vrabel, the head coach. I do too. But if you hear like the stuff that's coming out, you know, it's he seems really unhappy. Well, yeah. His team isn't what it should be, but he still has four more wins That's, than he should. I'm just saying, like things aren't things aren't good. No, no, they are not. In Tennessee right now. No, I really want to pick the Texans, but I already picked the Giants to beat the Vikings, so I'm not going to be that crazy. All right, okay, moving on. I want to though. I want to. All right, but just I won't. Just a little bit of a FYI out there, guys. Uh, we will read these off next week, too. We like to broadcast in the 7 o'clock hour to start up on Fridays, okay? So next up, we have um, the Saints at the Cleveland Browns. The Saints are plus 3, the over-under at 32. Um, the money line is at plus 140 if you're betting on the Saints and minus 165 if you're betting on the Browns. All right, go ahead and start because this is another game where the lowest the over un, lowest over under in ten years. Yeah, is it? The weather is everything. Mm. Oh I, well, this game no, because if this game like I like I wouldn't say the weather is everything because if like you know it was like Bills versus maybe maybe Bills versus Titans or something like that in this weather like the the over under wouldn't be that low. The over under is that low because. Deshaun Watson has done nothing. And now he's going to be in nine degrees with negative 11. Playing, uh, feels playing, like negative 11. Playing against the Saints defense. That's 27 mile an hour wins. Yeah. 27. That is absolutely huge, guys. Sit absolutely not, every pass catcher. Do not start a pass catcher maybe, in this game. David Njoku, maybe. Nope. I, actually, actually, you'd have to really be desperate. I actually don't hate David Njoku because he's been the only bright spot of the offense since Deshaun he, Watson he can took pull over. The Ingram this week, well, but. they yes, exactly. So whoever it was that said that had a question about starting like flexing maybe tight ends or something like that, this is the only guy. Njoku is the only other guy that I would put in, a, in into consideration like that, where the offense like the offense could decide yeah. to base their game plan around him and something like that. And it, we've already seen that Deshaun Watson has a you know a propensity to throw him the ball. He likes he looks for Njoku. Like that seems yeah. to be oh, that seems to that. be his security blanket. Yeah. It's it's not Cooper, which makes me sad for my dynasty team. But um, I'm excited for Cooper next year. That's that's another story. Yeah. But um, so excited to have him dynasty for next year. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I actually don't hate Njoku. Okay. I mean, I, I can see that. I still think I'd, I'd still be looking towards other options if I could. But uh, if you're, you know, there At aren't. At tight o- end, there's very few. That's what I'm saying. If you're, you're in that spot where there aren't <laughs> other options, I, then and I'm, like, I wouldn't feel horrible about him, Joku. I would not feel great about flexing him. I, oh, no. But, um, but, you, but you could. I'd rather start. So I would rather flex David Njoku than start Amari Cooper or Chris Olave. 
Okay. In this game. I'm just saying. Okay, in this game. So, I'm just so saying. When, when you're doing your uh, your DFS one game thing, you're yeah. No, <laughs> Joku is your star buddy. player. Thanks. But. Thanks. That's that's hilarious. <laughs> um, but no, I like I, I expect more points out of Njoku than I do though. And people have been like, okay. I, I have Olave and Cooper on my dynasty roster. And yeah. I'm telling you, I would rather like I would rather flex David Njoku. And, and I understand. And just so you go, no guys. guys, the weather is that bad. It's that bad. It's that bad. It's that bad. So who are you guys going with? Saints or Browns? Um Brown. I'm gonna take Nick, Nick Chubb. Yeah, me too. <laughs> you guys are all going Browns? <sighs> and so I, I think the uh sne- yes. Yes. I think the sneakiest DFS play this weekend is Kareem Hunt. Okay. He's $4,800 on DraftKings. And he's going to get 14 to 18 Nick touches. Nick missed the whole week in practice. He is hurt right now. Yeah. So it's just, it's one of the, like, if you wanted to, like, if you were going to set a couple of lineups and Nick Chubb was going to be your guy, set two lineups and, and set one with Kareem Hunt as well. Yeah. I think that's a good idea. Because it could be like that Khalil Herbert game from earlier in the season against the Texans. Like, as if you had, like, you, we all knew that a, a Bears running back was going to go off. We talked about it, was going to go off. We just know who it was against right. the Texans. And then, so if you'd started, um, if you built lineups and started David Montgomery in one and started Khalil Herbert in another, like, you would have cashed for sure. Like, <laughs> Herbert went off in that game. But anyway. Um, um, other side, you're, you're going to start Kamara. Um, you know the Cleveland is is absolutely awful against stopping the run, and they're going to want to do nothing but run the ball. And don't think about Camara the way that you traditionally think about Camara. He is now a hand it to him twenty times a game running back. Weird. I just don't get that. You know what? You know what's the thing is about it though is like if that's your only option for being like a physical presence of running the football, you got to do what you got to do. You know what I mean? And so, like, I, I get it why he's like why they're handing him the ball a lot and they're not throwing him the ball a lot because they're trying not to give him the ball thirty times a game. Um, but they need him to run the ball twenty times a game. They don't have anybody else. Yeah. So, like, you can expect that to happen. The Browns aren't great against the run. People and, don't like to tackle in cold weather. And expect Taysom Hill to um, have a big game. Yes, I agree. Those are the only those are the two only two players I'm excited about starting in this game. And I should not that even Hill excited. And- like I'm like. I have I almost reasonable, reasonable yeah. expectations for them in this game. Like I, I, I expect Kamara to score more points in this game than he did last week. <laughs> Me too. I hope. Jeez. So next up, we got the Falcons at the Baltimore Ravens. Got your back, buddy. Plus six <laughs> for the Falcons. Over under at 34 and a half. The money line, if you're betting on the Falcons, is plus 225. And if you're betting on the Ravens, minus 265. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, for a second that you did that so perfect that i wondered if it was a wire like, I was like <laughs> that's how i feel about this game this game sucks yeah i don't like I'm so, okay so are I'm we so all going just, ravens then so with that said here, here's what i want um no 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 let's not do let's not just go there let's okay. talk let's let's give ourselves 30 seconds to to get on the side of the falcons winning this game so um, we got a question what's in the grinder i'm not exactly sure what that means grinder but. Oh, it's salt. It, oh, yeah, salt. Himalayan salt. <laughs> salt. Um, that's funny. Um, so last year we it was last year, right? We saw Trevor Huntley take over for Lamar actually Jackson. Considered yeah, buying a fancy grinder. and <laughs> actually create questions as to whether or not Lamar Jackson was the right guy to run the offense because he ran it so well. Yeah, I remember that. What happened? 
<laughs> what happened? Yeah, he didn't look good last he week. He doesn't look good at all. Well, and, and I'd say what happened is he put uh, he put himself on tape. Like, you know what I mean? Like, NFL got to see him and see what he does in the NFL. And now they kind of know what to do against yeah. him, is my guess. Man, uh, and smart I, people in the NFL. <laughs> I need to throw the, uh, the weather out here once again. Um, 13 degrees, feels like negative one, with 14 mile an hour winds. So not quite as extreme as some of the other games. But Twenty mile still. an hour is the threshold where they where it really drops off, and uh, and fifteen is where it really starts to affect yeah. things. And it's at fourteen right now. Yeah. So <laughs> it's his borderline. Uh, yeah, yeah. And you I, don't have a good quarterback, and you don't have good pass catchers with. anyway. Yeah. Uh, well, so theoretically, you do. Well, like we got the number two tight end in football. <laughs> okay. How you feel about starting him? <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. Oh, no, okay. I, I, not as good as I feel about starting the other tight end. Honest, to be you, quite you're honest, unlikely as well. Yeah, because just because, like, I've been on, like, I told, I've been telling you guys about him all year. Um, I, I saw him in preseason. I've been a fan. I tried to get him in dynasty. Like, I, I, a huge fan of this Isaiah Likely kid. Um, I was bought into Mark Andrews, you know, because mostly because I wasn't this season, mostly because I wasn't willing to pay. For Travis Kelsey, if Mark Andrews was going to produce the way that you know close to what 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 he produced last Which year, is what a lot of people thought, yeah, right. Um, I haven't seen anything um, that leads me to believe that Mark Andrews is the best tight end on that team. Oh, really? Wow, on that team, hot take, hot take. All right, Isaiah likely is a physical specimen. I- and Mark, I'm anxious to see them. Mark both. Andrews is a big white dude. I, I want to see them both get action in the same game. I, I want to like see the difference. You know what Mark I mean? Andrews I've only looks, really seen them. In I haven't separate seen games. Mark. Like I see Mark Andrews drop passes t- at times, where it's like, yeah, I can see Dalton Schultz doing that. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't, I've, I've, I don't think I've ever seen him do anything that made me go, wow. He's just, he's a big guy. He's, he's six foot five. You know, he's got good speed. He can catch most of the time, and if you run decent routes, like you're going to be open a lot as a tight end, and that like just because of the way that they work, like the the athletes that are able to do all of those things, like we thought T.J. Hawkinson, like he, and he's just starting to blossom. You know, like a lot of times mm-hmm. it, it takes a while for that stuff to work. Isaiah likely is flashed in his rookie year. Like he's done more than Kyle Pitts has. yeah like seriously he has he's not wrong he's put more on tape than kyle pitts has so far um so yeah uh i he would be the the pass catcher in this game that i'd be most excited to start uh i'd be excited to start him in dfs because i can get him for 2600 on DraftKings. but uh in an actual like like playoff fantasy game, I am not starting likely. Uh, in an actual p- playoff fantasy game, you're not you're trying to get away from everybody in this game. That's true, uh, except, except for J- Dobbins, J.K. Dobbins, except yeah. for J.K. Dobbins. J.K. J.K. Dobbins. So we're trying. We are game. riding J.K. Dobbins and the, the running backs on the the Atlanta side. I mean, are there? I mean, they're going to get action. Yeah, I um, I um, let me get that wine bottle. I'm Absolutely. not. I'm torn on Tyler Algier. Like. He, um, I talked about him earlier in the year because when I watched him play, I thought there's, there's just some things to the way that he runs the football that remind me of successful running backs. Like he looks, he just, he kind of looks the part, you know, 
and he flashes every once in a while, but I just don't think that they're the Falcons are talented enough to guarantee that his touches are going to be as valuable week in and week out. And Baltimore is good against the run. So I'm like, I want to be excited about Tyler Algier, but I ain't. Uh, yeah. He's, right, he's, so, he's going to get you 15 touches, but they could be it could be 15 carries for 40 yards. So I think you know? what we're saying here is Ravens get back on track. They start to look good again in this game. I, I wouldn't say I don't that know much. About, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't I, say I, that. I think they look I, good I against they the win. Falcons in the cold. I think they can win. I don't know if they're going to look good against the Falcons. <laughs> so you're going Ravens? The Ravens haven't looked yes. good since that Thursday night game against Tampa Bay. Yep. yep. We're all going Ravens then, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, reluctantly. Okay, so next up we got... The Commanders at San Francisco 49ers. The uh, Commanders are at plus 6.5. The over-under is at 37.5. And the money line, if you're betting on the Washington Commanders, you're at plus 245. And if you're betting on the 49ers, minus 295. And as a comment to add to this discussion for this particular game, McDurbin is talking about being on tape. When we get to the Commanders game, I think pretty success and is in largely due to lack of tape. Um, yeah, I think we kind of talked about that earlier. Um, yeah, so next year will be different for him for sure. Yeah. Next year well, will and, be. And later on this year too. I, like I don't know. If, I, if he stays if he stays the quarterback, I mean, he, there's going to be tape on him and people are going to Man, I don't see how they go away from him. And But to be honest with you, like, I watch, like I've watched the guy in person. And okay. He, he's impressive. He, he outplayed Brady. He he hasn't looked bad yet. Yeah, <laughs> like, like he's, but, he's but I, I, I like his point. I really think that a good defense is going to take him apart, and this is a, this um, Washington defense is really good. Uh, I was making kind of I was dude, making that, faces like at this. At the Washington this. defense is not better than Tampa Bay's defense. Really? Yeah, um, really. I mean, okay. I mean, Tampa Bay has two All Pros in their secondary. They like they lost Shaq Barrett, but they still have two All Pros in their front seven. They like Todd Bowles is one of the best defensive coaches in football. But I'm talking like, about production this year and this year, especially the last yeah, six the, weeks. Like, if, if not great. if not for the Tampa Bay defense, we wouldn't even be talking about them. They'd be three and thirteen. They'd be on their way to, to a three and fourteen season. Their offense has oh, been I can't pu- argue with that. Their offense has been absolutely putrid. Their defense keeps them in games. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Um, well, but you can say the same thing about Washington, but uh, uh, no, so actually, no, I disagree. Slightly I, less putrid I, offense. I think so. Um, Washington has had more consistent play out of their offensive line. They've got two. Uh, well, I mean, they, I guess like it's similar to, to Tampa Bay, they got two running backs that they can lean on. Um, actually, yeah, their offenses have have been kind of kind of similar this year. Actually, you know, that's that's a really good comparison. Uh, it's really sad. I feel I, I don't. I didn't want to say that because it's Brady versus like Heineke and Wentz. I know, but it's but, but yeah, it actually has it is been, what it is. It has been very similar. Um, so that being said, I, the 49ers are going to dismantle this team. The, mm. 49, the 49ers are playing on another level right now. They're not. They're You're just, making me want to pick the, the just, Commanders here, but on the road, don't traveling do cross don't, country. Don't pick against the 49ers. No, right I, now. I'm not, not smart. I'm not right now because because that defense is so amazing. Um, I, not I do uh, I do agree with McDurbin here that uh, I, I think there that uh, there's going to be a bad a bad game or two that's really going to show Brock. Brady I think there's going to be needs um, needs some growing pains. I but, think he's uh, going to have controversy for sure. I think that's coming, but um, and that and that probably will happen in the playoffs. But I don't think he's going to fold. 
All right, tell you what. If you give me uh, the commanders in, what, six and a half points, right? I'm not giving you points. <laughs> I'm just going to say, I'll, all right, all right. You want to take the commanders, be a man, take them. No, I, I think they'll cover. I do not think they'll win. I can't do it. You, you said it's going to be a blowout. I don't think it's going to be a oh, blowout. Yeah, I, I really I don't. don't. No, I don't think they'll cover. It's um, like they're excited about getting Chase Young back as his first game back, but that's not always, you know, a great thing. He hasn't played all year long. He's been out for like 16 months or something like that because um, he, he got hurt early in in the season last year. I think he came back for a game. Well, you guys kind of sparked something here. What's that? Uh, McDurbin's um, a little frustrated with the comment of outplayed Brady. Really? An old man lost to the best defense in the league. You say it's because a rookie that had three quarters of tape on him was the reason any quarterback in the league could have won that game for the 49ers. And And then what he says that uh, Brock Purdy looks like the real deal. I yeah, <laughs> I love that they're opposite. Yeah, it brought like I I'm telling you, Brock Purdy looks like the real deal. He does. Like I I had a lot of fun sitting in the stands going, Jimmy can't do that, because he does a lot of things that Jimmy can't do. And I'm and like, we've seen quarterbacks come on on the stage and have a short run of success, you know, mm-hmm. and then and mm-hmm. and then we forget about them. So I'm not saying that's like that's out of the realm of possibility. I'm just saying like. I feel like I've watched a lot of football and I like you don't see it very you don't see what he's doing very often like the the whole scope of everything that he's doing his ability to stand in the pressure and deliver the ball and 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 deliver strikes like the that touchdown pass to Christian McCaffrey in the Tampa Bay game I'm, that's going to stick with me that that one that was beautiful like what because you don't get to see everything from um the the television perspective, but watching everything that happened on that play, that, that was amazing. That was his third read on that play. And he had two guys barreling down on him and Christian McCaffrey wasn't really open. He threw him open. That, that was, that, that was a very impressive. He's had some impressive plays. I agree. Uh, Sorry, just real quick. I want to throw out there. Like, 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 um, Minshew, like he had, a series of three, four games when he first got I'm not in. comparing him to Minshew. I, I, no, I'm not playing that game. <laughs> but when Minshew came in, he looked amazing, and people were like, oh, my God, this guy's I don't think great. he looked amazing. It, like, he looked, to me, he, oh, my God. But Purdy doesn't to look me, amazing. Min, to me, Minshew makes all the same mistakes that Zach Wilson makes, and he just gets away with it because he's got a fucking handlebar mustache. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying that, man, like, once we he get gets away with it because he looks like tape, the dude from... Um, Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> yeah. After three, four games of tape, I'm just saying if things change, I wouldn't be surprised. McDurbin. I, uh, and I'm saying I would. I'm saying I would. So, McDurbin, if you stick with us all the way to the end, we'll play a little game <laughs> with you. Um, I won't give any more hints to that. Other than that, if you stick with us to the end, we, we could play a little game here with Ken. Um, the, I, and, and I'm going to be, favorite. I'm going to feel confident with Ken on this one. But uh, so, should we move on? Are we all picking uh, 49ers on this one? Yeah, but Brian feels that the commanders will yes. cover the spread. Like, like, like this would be my almost upset of the week. <laughs> Brian's almost upset of the week. So next up, we got the Philadelphia Eagles at the Dallas Cowboys. Philadelphia Eagles at plus four and a half. The over under at forty seven and a half. 
And uh, the money line is at plus 175 if you're betting on the Eagles and minus 205 if you're betting on the Cowboys. And I think we've talked about this game a lot so far. So, I mean, we, we you know, we covered a little bit. But um, but I think the biggest thing that you said earlier that really sticks with me is this game is kind of a letdown now that Hurts is out. <laughs> it's just not, it is. not the game that it would have been, right. you know. But, and then, to me, it makes it harder to predict what's going to happen. Yeah. And it makes it a lot harder to predict what's going to happen because – I like if like the Cowboys if if it, the Cowboys had won last week and Jalen Hurts was going to start this weekend and it was the showdown for the NFC East you know like you you in Dallas yeah yeah you're you're projecting things just differently because you're just expecting things uh, you know the the height of of all the players and now when uh, you don't you just don't know who's going to mail it in and like the 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 thing is is for me like the thing that I'm watching in this game is Gardner Minshew. Because to me, this is his game. Like, this is his shot to show people that he can be a starting quarterback for your franchise. And, like, he's this, and typically there aren't that many, there aren't as many franchises as there are right now that are like, we may need a quarterback. (laughs) Like, (laughs) so this is a really good opportunity for him. And that is the thing that makes me like, think that he's he's could have a big game. The thing that brings me pause is I've seen enough of him very Zach Wilson like shooting himself in the foot and making bad decisions with the football, holding on to the football too long and like almost like Blake Bortles, right? Almost. <laughs> So we got two comments coming in. Uh, you remember that comparison? Right? I love that one. I love- remember that one? Yeah. First uh, one's up is uh, Durbin just wants to clarify that he's not a Purdy hater, but any by any means that he just thinks that he's overhyped right now, and he's looking at the skill around him and the fact that Kyle can finally open his playbook. Yeah. He also I- feels the Cowboys are going to win this game. What a busy is worried about the Cowboys' defense in this game. Me too. I'm worried about their defense too. I, <laughs> like I agree with both comments. So I, I think, <laughs> like good on you guys. Yeah, You're totally I, I, right. I think this is going to be a similar game to last week. I think. Um, I, I'm picking I, I, the Eagles. I, I want to believe yeah. that the Cowboys are going to pull this one Me out. Too. Like I, I'm, I'm picking my boys. I'm happy to be lone wolf and all my boys because I like a game. Games after. Um, Dak has uh, a situation like where he did last weekend. He plays really well. Like he's he's a very he's very good at turning the page and you know overcoming like the yeah. the mistakes that he makes. So I'm very I, nervous about this pick. This is not so one that I'm confident in. I expect Dak to have a big game. I, I expect Dak to have a very big game. I just Throwing don't to who? just huh? Throwing to who? Everybody. Well, I for mean, me, it's just like. I'm not about picking against a 13 and one team. <laughs> right. I'm just not about that. But but the, the the cornerbacks for the Eagles, I mean, they're both healthy, right? And these are two of the best cornerbacks uh, in the league that yeah, have been shutting but, down wide receivers but all uh, year long. But Jamin Davis is out again. They're uh, they're big defensive lineman stud, and okay. they get they're like he's like they're the numbers with him on and off the field are worse for the Eagles than the numbers are with TJ Watt on and off the field for the Steelers oh, wow. uh, when, it, when it comes to defending the run. Um, and I, and actually I, if I had known, so, so Miles Sanders is what you're saying. No, I'm saying Zeke. 
I'm, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, it's uh, my bad. So, yeah. like, I don't think the Eagles are going to be able to stop the Cowboys' rushing attack. I don't. Okay. So, but the Cowboys score a lot but, of points through the passing game still. Well, that, that's and what so I'm that's saying. Why I'm like, saying, you were saying that the Dak is going to have a good day. Like, if you're saying that the running game is going to so have a good day, if, I'm with you on that. But when you, you say wa- Dak so, is going to have a good day, I'm like, do you know? How? Do you know that Ezekiel Elliott has scored between 15 and 18 fan, PPR fantasy points in eight straight weeks? I did not know it was that high. That's nice. No, it, but it's right there, 15 to 18. Right. And the reason is, is because like they, they're killing people on the ground, but they're finishing people off through the air. So I think the so um, games where the Cowboys score a lot of points, Dak is still going to be the guy that scores most of the points. It's still, it's going to need to be circumstantial. Like they happen to get tackled on the two yard line, so, you know. So I'll go back to my question. In order for it is, to be heavier on the so, what pass catchers do you want from Cowboys? CD. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. So the over under uh, McDermott is throwing up. Uh, I don't know. If, I, I, it's hard to bet against a. Um, it's hard to bet against um, a viewer, but he's saying the over under on Minshew two and a half interceptions. <laughs> where where do you lie on that, McDurbin? I'm, oh, I like that. That's a that's a that's a that's a great question. I'm actually like th- that's that's perfect. That is perfect. You think that's the perfect line? because I think he's going to throw at least two. Wow. I do think he's going to throw at least two. See, I would put the line at one and a half. I really would. I, I'd put the line at one and a half there. Well, then you want to bet it? Yeah, you guys want to bet that? That's what it sounds like. Minshew. Right. I'm I'm going to say I say Minshew throws two interceptions. Okay, and I'll take the under. Okay. Okay. Put it oh, on the board. We got a bet on the board from a commenter. Yeah. We love when that happens. All right. That's not the first time that's happened. We love that. So um, I'll put a comment in here. So, yeah, this, to me, again, this the, this could, should be in um, contention for the highest scoring game of the week. Because the Cowboys are playing that way right now where nobody can stop them and they are struggling to stop people. <clears throat> and I will be right back. All right, all right. Sorry, I was writing. Where are we? So uh, we're we're both picking Eagles, right? And and he's gonna pick Cowboys. He's right? gonna pick the Cowboys. Yep. And then we've got our interception bet on that one, which I I feel really good about that one. <laughs> and then the McDurbin's also picking the Cowboys. So one commenter, um, I think what a busy. I think I read this comment already. He's saying that he is worried about the Cowboys. Yeah. And McDermott, hey, you got to decide, man. You threw it out there. You got to you got to make a choice, man. Are you picking the <laughs> you picking the over? Or you picking the under, well, man. Well, Come the on. line is now two point because that's what uh, that's what Ken said it at. All right. So do you think they're going to have two interceptions or less? All right, so that's it for that game. Um, what are we heading to next? Is this our Steeler game? Or? Yeah, Las right. Vegas Raiders. Uh, at the Steelers, the Las Vegas Raiders are at plus two. The over under over under is at thirty eight. If you're uh, the money line, if you're betting on the Raiders, is plus one ten. And if you're betting on the Pittsburgh Steelers, minus one thirty. What do you think? Um, I think I have not put a lot of money on the Steelers this year because you know it's one of those off years. But uh, I put money on the Steelers this week. Uh, you know, knock on wood. Hopefully, that's a good decision. But uh, I really feel that this is a good matchup for us. I think our defense is, uh, you know, being at home. Raiders going, growing a cross country. Um, I, I think our, our defense is going to kind of eat them up, and I think our, our offense is going to do enough. Um, we should. I, I predict this like a twenty-one ten game. The Raiders versus the ghosts of C 
Steelers passed this yep. weekend. <laughs> Ghosts of Steelers. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, and right. Just, I, I forgot our emotional game. Yes, yeah, yes. the spirits are going to rise up, and the, and the Raiders and are going to score like, negative points this week. What, what a busy is actually starting the defense this week. The Steelers? Steelers? Yeah. Oh, I picked them everywhere. He's picking like the Cowboys everywhere. defense. Oh, the Cowboys defense. Yes, and he's in the uh, his playoffs. Oh, yeah. So, so. Yeah. you know what? Um, I have the Cowboys defense in a lot of spots, too. And I, a few weeks ago, I hunted down. Uh, I was looking at um, the schedule, and the team that I settled on was the Broncos. So, like, in our league of record, I have, I've I've been sitting on the Broncos defense for, like, four weeks. Mm. And um, very happy to have them now. They're like, who, who are we playing this weekend? The Rams? Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a good matchup this week. Yeah. Well, now, well, we'll get, we'll get to that game. I'm not alive We'll get to that game I set it up so perfectly. We'll get to that game uh, later. Sorry. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, um, I'm, I would not be excited about starting the Cowboys defense this weekend. I am beyond excited to be starting the Steelers defense this weekend because uh, Derek Carr, not good. In cold weather games. Oh, I thought you were just going to leave it at not good. I could have. <laughs> I could have. <laughs> He's extra not good <laughs> in cold weather games. Um, actually, has, I forgot about that stat. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually it's really bad. It's like yeah. hit, Derek Carr is like, you remember back in the day when... Um, the uh, Derek Carr's from Fresno State, so I mean, he's used to California cold. He's not used to Let me, cold. You know what? I, real, real, real quick aside. Real quick aside. Why is it that David Carr sounds like he's from Malibu, and Derek Carr sounds like he's from Austin, Texas? Oh yeah. What? That is that's fake, right? That has to be. He's from he's from Bakersfield. That's fake. Like. Where do they go to school? I don't know, man. That acts like he's got like this southern draw that he talks with, and it's like dude, I, I have sympathy for people like that because, ma- dude, it, you put it me makes with me hard. It makes it hard to respect him. You put me with a bunch of people that are with a southern accent. Guess what? In twenty minutes, I've got a southern accent. You so put me with a bunch of people with an Asian went, accent. So, so in ten minutes, I have an Asian accent. But he went to school at Fresno State. He's from Bakersfield and went to school at Fresno State. So we are having something interesting going on right now where um, I've set up the stream podcast, uh, the visual part of it. If you go to YouTube or whatever to watch our podcast, I've set it up so where almost no matter what platform you're watching us from, you can see the comments from whether you're watching it from Twitch Other platforms. or whether you're watching YouTube, you can see each other's comments. And now we have McDurbin commenting, commenting at what a busy. And they're right on different now. platforms. And they're on different platforms. So Excellent. I, I am waiting to see if what a busy uh, responds to McDurbin. And to me, it's just a personal excitement <laughs> to fight, see fight, this happen. Fight. You know what I mean? Like, uh, so anyway, we'll, we're we'll, just we'll happy see to have what you guys here. It's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for spending Christmas with us. This is great. Yeah. Definitely um, appreciate you guys uh, hanging around. Mm. Uh, so, so go on. So so um, yeah, I, I I don't. It is so hard for like when I hear him talk, like dude, I grew up like an hour from where you grew up. We don't talk like that. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. But so anyway, what I was gonna say is, you remember back in the the late nineties when the the Packers were good, they won the Super Bowl, they went two straight Super Bowls, and then the Buccaneers got really good. And Warren Sapp and right. uh, so the that era, the Warren Sapp versus um, uh, Brett Favre, Green Bay Packers. Uh, 
every time they they were in the, so for those of you who don't know, they were in the same division for a long, long time. They were both central division <laughs> rivals. So they had to play each other twice a year. So every single year, there were games where the Buccaneers had to play in Chicago and in uh, Green Bay. And every year when they get, they, they'd show up there in December or whatever, they'd show that statistic. The Buccaneers record in games under 40 degrees. Oh. And they were oh and forever. <laughs> like they, I think the first one they finally won was that NFC Championship game against the Eagles. I, I think that was the nice. fir- I think that was the first time in their franchise's history that they won a game where at kickoff the temperature was below forty degrees. Derek Carr is those Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> there you go. There you go. He can't do it. He so can't. is there anybody you start on the uh, the Raiders side other than uh... You have to start Devontae Adams. I think well, and I and I think like Devontae Adams and uh Darren Waller. Anybody Oh wow anybody uh, that's who's not who I was saying. Josh Jacobs, was, Jacob, Josh yeah. Jacobs is what I was trying but, to come up uh, with. There. I thought I just I, like that's automatic. I thought we were talking about pass catchers. Waller so who, is probably you, automatic like, the because there's so few options at tight end. No, Jacobs is the automatic one. To well, me. oh, for sure, he's, for sure, he's the only no, one that's automatic. Adams, Adams, Jacobs, for sure. But now right. I'm, t- I'm saying Waller. You threw him out there. I'm saying probably you have to start him because you're you're not going to have a you better. You still don't option. know what you're going to get. But like, yeah, he I mean, scored not... last weekend on a 25 yeah. yard touchdown pass. You remove that, and yep, it's really few performance. I, yes. I agree. So, um, and Steelers are good against tight ends. So, like, you if you are somebody who like picked up Darren Waller, you know, um, you were probably streaming tight ends up until then. And you were, you're super excited to have him. You're going to start him. <laughs> you, you just put him in your lineup. Um, but unless you have Taysom Hill. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. I'd, I'd start Taysom. That's Hill a, that's sure. a good one. Um, I've been I'm, streaming. No, I'm not going to bet against the, the steel. If he was playing anybody, but the Steelers defense. No. I've been streaming for like six years um, this week, and I and I I've never done multi-platform streaming before. This is my first year doing multi-platform streaming, and so it's for me it's personal. It's like a personal excitement for me to see Sorry. these two commenting at each other, <laughs> and it's something you're only going to see if you're on the YouTube or the Twitch or you know what I mean. One of those, the Facebook, uh, watching this happen live. So if you are somebody who tunes in on the podcast platforms like Spotify, iTunes, and stuff like that, um, this is one of those things. Like if you want to engage with the commenters, like that's you got to come join us live at the seven o'clock hour on Fridays. Okay, where we do. we go live in the seven o'clock hour. So uh, we, I'm we personally excited about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the first time I've seen it happen, so it's like nice. pretty cool for me. So it just got me all jazzed. Um, and Steeler side, you're you're. You're starting Najee Harris. Um, and excited about it. Yes. You're, oh, very you're started, you you're very excited, about, excited Najee. about Najee Harris. And then the pass catchers, um, it's basically just Deontay Johnson and um, and our rookie on the other side. And, eh, like, if you need to start them. Deontay Johnson actually is looking a little bit better. Uh, it he, seems he, like. Okay, so but that, uh, Trubisky. Some that, yeah, some of that was with, Him, with Trubisky. Deontay Johnson and Trubisky equals stardom. Deontay Johnson and Kenny Pickett equals sit him. Kind of. Because uh, even then... I don't want any of Even then, Deontay Johnson is, is averaging about 9 or 10 points, which doesn't kill you. 
And the last couple of games this, he played this, with Pickett, but, he's starting to but get this more game's of a gonna report. be cold. This game's gonna be freezing cold too. Like, yeah. can he, like you don't you don't, don't want to start no them? Way I would trust. But I you could. I don't even to. want to trust Fryermuth this week because of yeah. because he's been beat up the last few weeks. He, um, he had full practice all week though. I, I would I would have more confidence in him than the, the than our, our receivers. For me right now, from okay and and see and for me right now, and I agree with you, but. That's there's still like for me, um, such low expectations in, in this game that, um, that yeah, that I, I can't start him. I for me, Friar Muth is uh, like he's reached that point where it's like, um, you probably could you you could be on Taysom Hill or you could be on Jawan Johnson or you could be on Gerald Everett, and I would be happier starting any of those, like not Jawan Johnson or, this week or Everett, but are we all going Stillers. Um, yes, sir. You wouldn't start Everett this week against the Colts? Not over indoors. Friday. Not over. Oh, Friday. absolutely. Oh, yeah, I think you're wrong. Let's do that one. Put that on the board. Wait, wait, wait. What is it? Hold Ger- on. Gerald Everett versus Fryermuth this week. Yeah, I'll do that. Sweet. I Go would. ahead. Throw it up there. That's a shot. All right, for I'm, I'm going to throw out the uh, the temperature and what's going on this week. Um, so what's the bet wow. going on? What is uh, it? Gerald versus Fryermuth versus uh, Gerald Everett. Gerald versus. Pat Fryermuth. Uh, Fryermuth. I'll just put Gerald versus Pat. All right. And uh, weather Who's is going to be... I do. Uh, weather is going to be 14 degrees, feels like zero, so very cold, and foggy. I had not seen this yet. There's a lot of fog expected for this game. Um, that's the first I've seen of that. See? So, See? And 15 mile an hour winds. Oh, um, I already got him though. I already got him. <laughs> I'm gonna take my. I'll take my indoor tight end. Thank you. <laughs> 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 this we're gonna. This we're gonna come back to this next week, and you're gonna be like, "What? I bet that didn't <laughs> I know there was a storm going on." <laughs> uh, could be. We'll see. But uh, again, I like those targets for Fryermuth. Um, there's got to be some passing. So. There you go. And you are going with Steelers on this? Oh, yeah. Okay, so we can move on to the next game? Yes, please. Okay, so will one of you guys grab me a beer while I read this out? Yep. Uh, we got Green Bay Packers at the Dolphins. The Packers are at plus three and a half. The over-under is at 50. The money line, if you're betting on the Packers, is plus 150. If you're betting on the Dolphins, minus 175. So we're on, these Perfect. are all Sunday games, right? We're on. We're still on Sunday, yes. Well, no, no, no. So all the games we've been previewing are happening tomorrow. Well, we're on Saturday Sunday. Games, yeah. We're on Sunday at ten a.m. now. Okay, I'm so confused. The Steelers and Raiders <laughs> are are tomorrow. Uh, let me look. Let's see here. Uh, yeah, I think so. They're they're the night game. Uh, I think right. Yeah. The reason I'm because I just don't. Yeah. Because Saturday the players aren't on the slate. For, yeah, they're the night game. That's yeah, why they're not on the main slate for DFS. Yep. Now we're moving on to Sunday. Wow, there's only three games on Sunday? Interesting. Y- yeah, they're, it's like they're treating it like a, well, it's a holiday. It's Christmas. Oh, gotcha. Um, they're tre- it's like Thanksgiving. Gotcha. It's exactly like Thanksgiving with games that aren't as good. <laughs> so Packers only at game, the Dolphins. I'm, this is actually the game I am most excited to watch this weekend. Being And like I'm a Cowboys fan. We're playing against the Eagles. It's kind of important, but I'm most excited to watch the Packers and Dolphins this weekend. You're anxious to watch those Packers lose, eh? 
Oh, oh. Are, are we putting this one on the board too? <laughs> Packers versus Dolphins? Yeah. It's already on the board. Oh, I meant for this week. You're picking the Dolphins? Yes. Oh, yeah. Sure. Why not? All right. I love it. That okay. Sounds, let me put that on the board. Uh, too I, we're getting drunk for, for New Year's, buddy. <laughs> I, think, I think you're lone wolfing those Dolphins, dude. Like two lone wolves are the dolphins and the Bengals. <laughs> that makes me nervous, actually, because he's whipping her ass on these picks. <laughs> but yes, I'm going dolphins. Wait, you're going dolphins? No, I mean, I mean Packers. Uh, Packers yeah. Okay. Let's throw that out there. Ooh, good about this week. Yeah. So the Packers are not a strong run defense. So. If the the Dolphins are smart and run the football, mm-hmm. pa- the Packers could be in trouble. The Dolphins have not been smart and have not been running the football, and Tua has looked awful for three consecutive weeks. If they don't run the football on Sunday, it's going to be four. Uh, I believe all three were uh, away games against tough opponents, right? They were not all three away games. We're not, uh, okay, two out of three? but Two like, out of three. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think they've been a, in a bad position. No, you they know have I been think on they were all away games. I think I, it, I think it they feels were, like it, but I could be wrong. I, th- I think they were because they were. Yeah, they were at San Francisco, they were at Los Angeles, and they were at Buffalo. Yeah, there you go. I, I say I, I think that's that's a big difference there. Um, I think Miami at home uh, against Green Bay is just a get right game. I really do. I, I just I don't feel like the 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 Packers. And are I was a great never bought in year. on the Dolphins. I was yeah. never like. I was I just never was, and the Packers to me were a team that was just not performing at the level that I felt like they should be performing at. Like we got, remember, like this is a team that's finished fourteen and three in the last two years. Mm-hmm. Yep, with largely the same pieces. Yeah, they, they've they've had injuries. the The biggest difference is that their playmakers, like they, Miami's, they moved at on home. from Devontae Adams, and what typically happens is as the season goes along rookies at the at those skill positions get better they they, they start yeah. to catch on and I we've agree. seen that with the packers like we've seen no, we've, we've like seen Romeo their, Dobbs and Christian Watson we've last seen them week. progress i agree so so Miami's at home but i don't think the weather's really going to be much of a factor this weekend mm-hmm. it's not no this is what this is the game where it's not and uh let me see here good um aj dillon is is my flex this week hoping for a big game? Okay, that's what AJ Dillon has been a number one running back as in top 12 three consecutive weeks. You're starting him. <laughs> and McDurbin is going for the Dolphins because they're a home team. I'll put that down here for you, McDurbin. I've been recording your picks. Anyway. All right, so uh, we're gonna go Aaron Jones, we're gonna go, um, who else? Uh, Christian AJ Dillon. A, a, well, AJ Dillon. We we just talked about him. You're gonna but start Christian, Christian Watson. Watson. Like you're not excited, That's it, right? You you can That's start it. Aaron Rodgers if you need to. No, you like should start you, Aaron Rodgers if you need a streamer. This or weekend, something. no. This weekend, you should start Aaron Rodgers. I don't. Okay. I wouldn't even say like if like you're in a bad spot. Like Aaron Rodgers to me should be a top six, top eight play. Wow. See, I start golf over him. I wouldn't do that. No I, way in hell. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I would. No. I think. I think. I think Rodgers. There's no way because over him. there's no there's no way because the floor with Aaron Rodgers is so high. Like Aaron, ten he, like, points. No. Look oh, at what I gotta look. I gotta it's look. Like he has been crazy middling 
all year long. Like <laughs> so that well, I so remember the stat that is never top that Ezekiel, twenty. That Ezekiel Elliott stat I gave you, I could give you a similar one for Aaron Rodgers with P- art like uh, six point per passing touchdowns. Him scoring somewhere between nineteen and twenty one points. All right, the amount just, of times that he scored between 19 and 21 points is at least six. All right, let me just name off the like the last uh, six games in our league. Uh, 13.8, 15.6, 15.5, 23.0, 25.3, 18.6. So the last couple weeks. Last so, two, the, la- the last couple weeks ha- haven't been as good. And who did they play the last the last two weeks? They played um, uh, the Rams <laughs> and Chicago. Uh, the, so the Rams and Philly. So he Those was he was really games. good against the Rams. They just like hap- the touchdowns. That's happened. not where the touchdowns were. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. And so I have a comment here. Whether it would be a factor if it was in Green Bay, though, where it would impact Miami a lot more than the inferior Green Bay team. Yeah. Sure. So one of the I reasons agree. why we like mentioning the weather in Miami is because of the way the stadium is set up. <laughs> yeah, the temperature. <laughs> the way the stadium Cheat is code. set up is the visiting team temp. Typically has to deal with, I think, temperatures up to 20 degrees, 30, 30 degrees <laughs> hotter. <laughs> but we don't feel like that's going to be a factor this Not weekend with this the week. with the yeah. cold weather um, coming through but the what East Coast. But what a genius stadium uh-huh. design. I love it. Oh, my I God. Yeah. I, like, when I when I heard when I first heard about that I was like that's fucking brilliant that's that's cheating yeah good job hey, <laughs> there's supposed to be a hometown our home team advantage hometown home field advantage, advantage. Yeah. home field advantage for reason yeah. right yeah yes, and agreed. and Miami just exploited it yeah you know to the mean? extreme yeah. Yeah. yeah like it doesn't get much better than that like that that is the best home field advantage in sports all right so you're starting Mostert uh, not really Jeff Wilson you're gonna week. start Mostert. Jeff Wilson um, Jeff Wilson's is a been banged hurt. up. Yeah. I completely stay away from him. You're going to start Hill. Um, you're going to start Waddle. You're yep. going to start Tua. Yep. You're going to start um, who we talked about on Green Bay. Yeah, uh, and Miami's going to win. Like Got I think, it. I think the guy. So um, the question that people I think can the question that I have and the player that I think people can maybe look at because of uh, all the bad weather situations is Romeo Dobbs. He's probably available mm-hmm. on your waiver wire. Um, when he plays, he leads the team in targets, and it, like he did it again last week. I think once Chris, Christian Watson has been back, it's been a little different, right? Nope, Christian Watson. So Watson's just getting the quality tar- Watson, targets, and Dobbs is getting the Christian close Watson targets. is Gabe Davis. If Gabe Davis was producing on his targets, that's what because Christian Watson. If you look at it, he's like, I don't think he's had more than six targets yet. Hmm. He's doing it like that. It's been crazy. His targets are just that high quality. He's right. and he's been cashing in. Oh, well, obviously, yeah. Um, and so that so to me, he to me, Christian Watson, like having the confidence, quote unquote, to start him is like having the confidence to start Gabe Davis. To me, it's the same thing. Like you can't get skewed by the results. You have Wait. to look at the way that they're using the players. And they're used in very similar fashions. But Watson would be a better start. I'll just in general, in a vacuum, like you'd rather have Watson. I'd rather have Watson. Yeah, I mean, yes. Yeah. So I'd not, rather start Watson than I, Gabe. I Davis. get your point, but I, Watson I see what doesn't. You're, yeah. Watson doesn't have digs in front of him. Yeah. Like if Lazard had turned out to be the guy, I wouldn't feel that way. Like like if Lazard had turned out to be the guy, like I'm sorry, Lazard is a joke to me. But I don't think he's a. I mean, he can't stay healthy. Can, Dude can, can't stay. Can healthy. we bet on him again? <laughs> <laughs> I want to bet against him you, again. You feel that strongly <laughs> that the Dolphins are going to win this game, huh? 
Uh, no, well, we were talking about Lazard. I feel that strongly that Lazard is not oh, a high yes, quality. Lazard. I would not bet on Lazard. Yeah, again. Lazard is not a high quality. No, uh, like I was so my my, my re- that bet is I think the oldest the, the second oldest bet on the board. <laughs> it's up there, yeah. It's um, definitely preseason. <laughs> yes, it's that's yeah. a preseason, and so that bet is like if we all remember way back three months ago, was based on the fact that Aaron Rodgers has never given um any rookie receiver the attention that he's given Christian Watson. Yeah. Ever. Well, and got we got no choice now. And we well, <laughs> he's got no choice because <laughs> Alan Lazard didn't turn out to be a guy that could stay healthy. That was the problem. We didn't know that he would or stay like, good. I don't <laughs> he's fine. I don't I, uh, Christian Watson has like bumbled a lot of stuff. You, you might be able to get me to agree with fine. Christian okay, Watson is fine. Christian Watson <laughs> has made a lot more mistakes this year than Alan Lazard has made. Okay, but he's a rookie, and that's... Yeah, yeah. I'm, ju- I'm just saying. He just has way more talent. I'm just saying. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Like, you can, you know... I'm like, I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> anyway, we're, 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 getting off, we're, we're getting off track here. Uh, uh, we, we've talked about all the... Uh, everybody in this game, right? Ready to move on? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so next up, we got the... Aaron Rodgers over to... <laughs> Next up, we got the Denver Broncos at I'm the serious. Los Angeles Rams. If I have so many bets on the board, I'd do it. I know, right? You're afraid. <laughs> Broncos are at minus three. The over-under at 36 and a half. Uh, if you're betting on the Broncos, the money line is at minus 150. And if you're betting on the Rams, plus 130. All right. Um, this goes up for one of the most uninteresting games of the week. Oh, um, break my heart. What are you talking about, dude? <laughs> Russ is back. Yeah, this is. Let's ride. Oh my god, this is a Christmas day, um, not miracle. Um, yeah, we, 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 yeah. The Christmas day games are uh, unspectacular. Yeah, is you, it safe to say you guys are both going Broncos? Yeah, give me the Broncos. Oh, yeah. there. Okay. Um, Sorry, buddy. No, it's fine. Is there anybody we want to start in this game? I mean, Jerry Judy. Okay, yeah. I, I, Jerry Judy. You start, I mean, you start Jay, Jerry Judy. You start Latavius Murray. He, he's a low end uh, number Donald two. Is, Aaron Donald is number out three. for the year. Who? Aaron Donald is done for the season. Mm-hmm. Skronik's um, out too. <laughs> Stafford, Cup. <laughs> Anybody maybe of value Italian on the Rams? Higgins, out. maybe. You know, Higby, you mean? Higby, yeah. I don't know why he's saying. Tyler Higby. Higby. Um, nah. No. Somebody's got to get the targets. Cam right? Akers on that side. And that's so, it. Like you Judy, can make, Russell Wilson, if you're incredibly you can, desperate, and then that's about it. Honestly. So if you were somebody that was like desperate enough to like maybe say start somebody like Taylor Heineke last week, you could turn to Russell Wilson this week. <laughs> How'd that work out for that person? I'm pretty sure he scored. I'm pretty sure Taylor Heineke scored 16 points. And and what did I say during the podcast? That he would score about 15 points. Okay. I'm not so. Yeah. I'm just saying. You you hit your floor, brother. I asked for it. Yes, you you did. (laughs) I did not. I needed That's what I got. Yes. yes, Taylor Heineke outscored Justin Herbert last week. That, That did happen. As so we're predicted. ready to move on? <laughs> yeah, um, we're ready to move on here. That game sucks. That game's terrible. <laughs> Buccaneers at the Cardinals. The Buccaneers are at minus 7.5. The over-under is at 40.5. If you're betting on the Buccaneers, the money line is at minus 365. And if you're betting on the Cardinals, the money line is at plus 300. And I'm sorry, what was the uh, the point spread? Minus 7.5 for the Bucks. Plus so 7.5 for the Cardinals. We can fork the Bucks, right? They're done. 
Yeah, but they're probably going to win this. Week. <laughs> they're probably going to make the playoffs, but <sighs> but you know what? Um, well, actually, who's their big competition? Isn't it? I swear to God, it would. Isn't Jacksonville in that division? No, no, no. That's that's the AFC. Oh no, no. Oh, that's right. No, yeah. they have. No, who's in their division? The Falcons, Carolina, the Saints, Falcons? and the Panthers. Oh Jesus Christ! Da yeah. Jesus is right because there's yeah like, they're gonna win that division. My God, that so, is so, so disgusting. So check this out, though. <laughs> so check this out. If the Buccaneers lose this game, and the Panthers win their game. The Panthers are in first place. Yep. They have the tiebreaker. <laughs> they beat true. the Bucks heads up. <laughs> but that's not what we're predicting is going to happen. Can, I mean, but we, but this was also win. true last week. And what happened last week was all the games happened before the Buccaneers played their game. They went in, like their kickoff happened with them knowing that even if they lost, they'd still be in first place. Yeah. So we're all going And Bucks. I mean, like they're human yeah. beings. That okay. has to affect your motivation. You know what I'm saying? I do. I do. Um, and, and the Cardinals, you, you can't uh, forget that, uh, was it Skoranek? Is that his name? No, McSorley. McSorley. The, the quarterback. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Trace uh, McSorley getting his first start. Yeah. Um, so no Marquise Brown. Um, McSorley is a running quarterback, by the way. Yeah, so, uh, he's very Strevler esque. We didn't really talk about uh, Strevler when we were talking about the Strevler. Jets earlier. The Jets, the Jets quarterback that came in last night and and <laughs> I didn't even know his name and moved the yeah. <laughs> in my head, he's the third string quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> fourth know, string. He didn't he's have the a fourth name. string quarterback. Yeah. Like he, is he, <laughs> Flacco's Flack on that yeah. team too. Yeah, he's the like that. So they, gross. They, they so they kept Mike White and they cut Strevler. Um, but the fans really like him. The fans really like him. And so, uh, yeah, um, I feel like we have a similar situation going on in Arizona with McSorley. That's the kind of, uh, the kind of player that he is. He's like, he's a fan favorite. The fans, the fans like him. Um, He's going to have uh, some running the, yards, but I mean, is he going to pass for more than 150? No, not. no, I don't think so. This is an ugly game. Yeah, I mean, we're talking I, 120 yards I, passing. I, I think the Bucks could lose this game, though. It wouldn't. It would. <laughs> it just wouldn't shock me if they lost this game. <laughs> if, if they had a quarterback, I, I'd probably pick the Cardinals, but I'd be wrong. I've been picking them all year, and they've been sucking. So, so we're I, all going Bucks, though, right? Yeah. Okay. Are we ready to move on? Uh, yeah, Cardinals. You're only going to start. Yeah, uh, we can't do it, uh, Connor. I, I don't uh, no, no, no. Oh, you're you're, you're going to start Hopkins. You might have to start Connor. You, but, that look on your face tells me you have no idea what James Connor has been doing. No, I, I I do know, but I also know the Tampa Bay uh, defense, and with like everything's going to be trained on Connor. Yeah, I know, but he's. Uh, you're, no, you're well, probably they can't, still have to start him. They, they can't really do that though with but, Hopkins. Man, I wouldn't feel good about it. Oh, that's, yes, they can. That's why he's been able. That's <laughs> why he's been getting away with it is because of DeAndre Hopkins. Like he's been doing it with. It's, it's not like he's rushing for crazy amounts of yards, and he's not scoring a ton. He's catching the ball. He's getting a lot of catches. He's 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 doing and he's it. getting all the usage. He's, he's in there ninety percent of the time. Ninety-five yeah. plus percent of the yeah. snaps. Um, there's no competition for his work. Um, and he's doing it very Leonard Fournette like, so yeah, I, I yes, absolutely, I'm starting James Conner. Okay. I'd much rather start James Conner than start uh, Joe Mixon this weekend. I'd rather start Ooh. him than start Alvin Kamara. Um, oh no, 
Yeah, absolutely. No, I'd, absolutely. I'd rather start. Here. Put it on the board. We have too many up there already. We're going to get so drunk next week. You're going to get so drunk. <laughs> you next are. Week. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay, Fine. So no, we got a bet on the board. You to joke one. What's the bet on the board again? Camara versus some guy. James Connor. Alvin Kamara versus James Connor. And who has Connor? I have Connor. All right. So next game up, we have the Monday night game, the Chargers versus the Colts. The Chargers at minus four, the over-under at 45 and a half. The money line, if you're betting on the Chargers, is minus 195. And if you're betting on the Colts, plus 165. Um, so the offensive philosophy displayed by the chargers last weekend really worries me um for anybody who wants to start justin herbert and win um because i don't like there was no reason for them to do that last week against the titans when the titans are as bad against the pass as they are Mm -hmm. so why wouldn't they continue to employ that game plan against the colts um so yeah i'm worried Uh, you know for 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 Justin Herbert, like I would, I don't want to start him. Wait, hold on. What what game are we talking about here? Colts and Chargers. Colts and Chargers. Yeah. Where is that? Monday night. Oh gosh, I thought we were on. Okay, I got you. All right. I was on the wrong game there. <sighs> Anything to add, Brian? Do you need a minute? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, uh, the Colts are starting. Uh, who is it again? It's the, Nick Foles. Corp- oh yeah, Nick Foles. And a Super long, Bowl and champion. He, Super true, Bowl true. champion. Nick how Foles. long has he been with the? the so here's Colts? the thing about Nick Foles. Two weeks. <laughs> um, it seems like a a downgrade at quarterback, right? When you go from Matt Ryan to Nick Foles, that's a, that's like I even even if, even it might if, even be a lateral move. At best, though, it's a lateral move, right? That's what we're thinking. Right. Like we're thinking that Matt Ryan has diminished so much that this is a lateral move. Yes. Right. Okay. Okay. So we're not thinking highly of Nick Foles. No. And However, he's he, very new to the system. He too, does right? have his moments. No. 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 How long has he been in the system? How long has he been playing for the Colts? That's not the question. Of course, like that's very relevant. Like I gotta sure. find that out. It's kind of relevant. <laughs> but you know, it's more relevant. Hmm. Who's the head coach of the Colts? Saturday. <laughs> Saturday. Okay. Who was the head coach of the Colts? Who ran the offense? Uh, what's his name? Yeah, Frank Wright. Right, was also the offensive coordinator in 2017 for the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay, who were quarterbacked by Nick Foles? Yeah, he doesn't work there anymore, though. Oh my god! <laughs> who then? You're he's, just saying the system. Then you, you, he's working without a a net, just like anybody else on the team is. If that's your argument. No, no I'm just saying. So you, <laughs> what like, your argument like, is is that he knows the system. Yes, his, my okay. argument is he's not any like if my my argument is that if anything, Nick Foles knows the system better than most of the other players on the team because he ran it with Frank Reich in Philadelphia. That's what I'm saying. Are you going Colts? Huh? No. <laughs> Are no. you going Colts? Uh, no, sir. Okay. No, that'd be a mistake. Um, just something interesting. But the char- like the Chargers are not exciting. Like um I don't know what's going on there. It's hard. They it's, should be better than what they are. They should be much better than what they are. Yes. Like they're not they are not the sum of their parts. But start them all this week. So um, before we move on to the next game, we have a a question is Sutton out? Hmm? Is Sutton's Sutton in. out? Sutton's in. 
So then he's Cor- in. Cortland Sutton is in. And then uh, what is he's given us his lineup, his team. Uh, quarterback is Geno Smith. Running back one, CMC. Running back two, Etienne. Wide receiver one, Metcalf. Wide receiver two, London. Tight end, Kelsey. Flex is Dylan. Defense is Cowboys. Yeah. That seems, that seems solid. Oh, kicker is Carlson. And you already got, yeah, Carlson's the best kicker in the league. You already, you already got points at ETN in your RB2 slot, so you're feeling pretty good. Yeah. He, what do you get, like 14 or something, something like, like that? Something like that. Yeah. It was, next, good, it was a good game. Not fantastic, but good. It was a good game. It was a solid game. It was much better than I expected. And the next that game. Kelsey at tight end? Yes. He's good. Dude, that's the enemy. <laughs> <laughs> that's the enemy this week. What are you doing? And our, <laughs> our final game um, is the Cowboys at the Titans. This is the Thursday night game. The Cowboys are at minus six. The over-under at 43.5. The money line is at minus 240 if you're betting on the Cowboys, plus 200 if you're betting on the Titans. I could so see the Titans be seven nine. I could so see the Titans being seven and nine the next time we get together. Or nine and seven, yeah. No, not, <laughs> I don't see that at all. I don't see the nine and seven at all. Um, well, I mean, okay, the Cowboys are going to smash them. Uh, like you even picked the Titans against the, the the Texans, so all you're saying is that I I barely I barely I really like. I really wanted to pick the Texans. I <laughs> really, really, it. really wanted to pick the Texans. Um, the Titans are playing that bad. Um, they seem like a team that is lost right now. Like they have Derrick Henry, and that's about it. You're right. And w- w- without their quarterback, like they're in trouble right now. Uh, but the like, defense they, isn't playing well they, either. I, but they have Derrick Henry. They have a good coach. Uh, I they they have the one saving grace for them in this game is that they're at home. They're going to be at True. home for this game. But it's a short week. They're going to be coming off a staggering loss to the 1-12 in Texas. <laughs> you got to predict that before you can say that, brother. the only one that predicted that. I'm, so. Oh, I'm ultimately, I, I'm riding the fence, bro. I'm riding. <laughs> I'm straddling the fence, okay? Uh, All right. Uh, but no, um, I yeah, I, the Titans are a bad team. They're bad. The like I, I expect now that the Jaguars are going to win that division. I, I kind of do too, honestly. Like they look the, so. Lawrence Trevor Lawrence looks so good. Lawrence looks, looks really, so good. really good. I am gonna try so hard in Dynasty to trade Justin Fields into Trevor Lawrence plus a draft pick this this offseason. Less gonna, chance that, of that, injury. That is quarterback. That, yes, yeah. that's no, like that it. is my number one goal this offseason in Dynasty. Number two goal. Number one goal is to get Jameer Gibbs in the draft. Number two goal is <laughs> right. to is to turn Justin Fields into Trevor Lawrence plus a draft pick. Second round or better, like, and I would take a second round and Trevor Lawrence for Justin Fields. Like, I think Trevor Lawrence is. I, th- I think Trevor Lawrence I, is going to have such he, a good end right of the season now, here and make it into the playoffs yes, that you're not going to be it, able to get that. It, I know, I know, because right here, <laughs> like, you know who he reminds me of right now? He like he reminds me of Peyton Manning. He reminds me of baby wow. Peyton Manning because he like because he can do it all, and that's and, what he was supposed to be. But he can do he it all back a year. Like, and in a way, like when Peyton Manning um, emerged. On you know into the NFL, it was it was so much different. The league was so much different. He busted the league without being a running quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like he did it in a different way. I I feel like Trevor Lawrence has the ability to to bust it in a new way because he has the ability to beat you from the pocket. Like he's six foot six. He's got the arm strength that Josh Allen has. And he's like he he play he plays 
the quarterback position differently than Josh Allen does. He seems more patient. Like Zach Wilson? <sighs> I don't know if he's as good as Zach Wilson. I don't want to like it's like Oh my god, I'm going to tease you Zach about that Wilson for is, so Zach Wilson long. is a really high bar to achieve. So, let's um let's let's, let's put away the anointing oil as Bill Parcells would say. I love it. And, uh, and you know, hold on, hold on. I don't, don't want to go that I'm far. Just saying, I you, like you, Trevor Lawrence. I don't know if I will say he's Zach Wilson yet. <laughs> Get used to the jokes, brother. Get I'm, used to him. I'm fine with it. I like. I, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. If he if he ever turns around, I will give you complete yeah. credit. I know. I know that. I will. I okay. So but, hey, hold on. If he does it in the Canadian Football League, I still want. <laughs> <laughs> CFL MVP. <laughs> the Saskatchewan, uh, whatever they need. That I forget. Yeah. So I, I know that there's a team from Saskatchewan, though. I know that. So let's catch up the comments here. Um, McDurbin going to get a game back. Foles isn't as Foles isn't as disadvantaged as it appears. Veteran, veterans naturally pick up schemes faster. And this one is familiar with, and I, I low key think he could be really good for Michael Pittman. Yeah, that was very low, much low, like we did. We didn't really like we we didn't really talk too much about that, but that was where where I was trying to get to was that Nick Foles is like he could come in and be real good for Michael Pittman, like Mike because if you look at Michael Pittman's numbers all year long, they look nothing like what he did last year. And what is he's telling us that he got eleven and a half from Etienne. Mm-hmm. And one of these fun things, right? Uh, McDurbin was asking how the Cowboys are playing the Eagles and the Titans this week. And it, the, the Mc, what does he actually answered him? Mm-hmm. It is because we go over the next Thursday night yeah. game because we, we won't see you until next week. Because we won't see you till Friday, yeah. exactly. So we go over those. We Thursday loosely night predict the Thursday game, right? Yes. So I'm just saying our, our predictions overall, and I think we're going to go over that later, like as to how well we're doing against the experts. We're we are. Slightly, oh, yeah. You're going to check. That we're up? slightly yeah. disadvantaged yeah. because we do pick the Thursday game early. So yes, we do do. Just that. consider that when you're, you're looking at our totals. I haven't considered that yeah. at all. We are quite awesome. That's that's <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> so like, we're competing with the experts you know with let's, a disadvantage, let's brother. Let's take a shot to that. Amen, brother. Here we go. Hey, I'll take a shot with you guys on that one. What are we doing? Oh, what are we doing? Milagro, get this man. That being said, are we uh, picking all? Are we all picking Cowboys this game? Oh yeah. Okay. You're not picking the Titans over the Cowboys. Nope. You won't. All right. You're all picking Cowboys this game. He didn't have the guts to pick the the Commanders. Cheers, guys. Cheers, boys. Cheers. All right. Hmm. All right, let's look at those expert picks. Oh, yeah. Make me feel good. That Yeah, you know what? That was really cool. Yeah, well, great like, idea, Ray. <laughs> like, to, like the first time we checked it, we were 12 weeks in, 13 weeks in, or something like that. And for those of you uh, who don't know, like, we follow football and we listen to a few podcasts and stuff like that, but we're parents. We work full time. Yep. We don't. We're not on NFL Network watching stuff, and we're not like looking at the the Vegas projections and stuff like that all the time. So, um, like being up there with with those guys, like that was that was really cool. It does feel good. Yeah. So, Tim Cowlishaw is number one. 
Tim, I, I love Tim Kalashaw. <laughs> I used to watch Around the Horn like every religiously. Oh, yeah, yeah. I used to watch that religiously when when it first came on, and it was Max Kellerman. Oh, uh huh. Yeah, before it was uh, before it was Stat Boy. Yeah, when take he, a dab. Then <laughs> take a dab. I like Stat Boy. I like when he was Stat Boy. I liked him when he was Stat Boy. So Brian is leading us in the pick'em scores at one thirty nine. So who is beating Brian currently? And as we have just heard, Tim. Um, Callis Shaw is beating Brian at 148. So is Nate Davis from USA Today. Jamie Eisen- Eisenberg from Jam- CBS. Doug Burrell from... Uh, Being anywhere close to Jamie Eisenberg is like is very, very, very good. Doug Burrell is from Gridiron. Vinny from Sporting News. And so on and so forth. But Who's let's see. Below him? Huh? Oh, hey, there's, Greg, there's Rosie. You're right next to Rosie, too. You're only three picks behind Rosie. That's really good. Greg Rosenthal. He's my Greg, fi- Rosenthal, yeah. Greg Rosenthal is my favorite football analyst. Right. Yeah. I'm so what? Greg Rosenthal is at mm-hmm. 142. So who is who we tied with? We are tied with Pete Flutak from College Football News. Okay. And then we are beating, or Brian is beating, Ryan Wilson from CBS, Seth Wickersham from ESPN, USA Today's Jarrett Bell, CBS's John Breach, uh, NBC Sports. He's above DraftKings and FanDuel. And he's above DraftKings. Nice. Oh, yeah, you are. And uh, NBC Sports' Michael David Smith. Uh, CBS's Pete Prisco. Uh, and like Ken said, DraftKings and FanDuel. Brian's being both DraftKings and FanDuel. Above ESPN. Uh, FF Faceoff, Aaron Schills. He's above ESPN's Mike Clay. You passed Mike Clay. That's Gridiron awesome, experts dude. Brad Castronavo, um, ESPN's Dan Graziano. You're tied with Dan yeah. Graziano. Yeah, awesome. And Jeremy Fowler. And then no, here's Jeremy Fowler. Take that, Fowler. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm on your heels, Clay. I'm now, coming for you, Mikey. <laughs> now we're we're going into who both Brian and Ken are beating. Both Brian and Ken are beating. Uh, Nick Shepkowski from College Football News, Jeremy Fowler from ESPN, uh, Lawrence Lacona at Gridiron Experts, CBS is Jason Laconfora, um, and I. Now we're getting into the field where I am also tied with, um, and everybody else is beating James Briner from Gridiron Experts. I am actually tied with Yahoo Sports at 125. Um, yeah. Woo, so go me. The fact that we're all so far above Dominique Foxworth is, <laughs> is impressive. That guy has a lot of airtime on ESPN. Yeah? Yeah. He doesn't have a lot of win totals. No, he's, he, should, he should be watching the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. And now we move into who we are all beating. We are all beating... Mike Finelli from FF Faceoff, CBS's Will Brinson, College Football News is Jeremy Moss. We're all beating ESPN's Dominique Foxworth, who you just mentioned. We're all beating him or her. I don't actually is it him or her? I don't even know. Um, they not like they <laughs> FF Faceoff Ryan Miner, FF Faceoff Benjamin uh, Dit. Dit Levison and College Football News is Tyler. Stefania Bell has only 93 correct picks. Dang. Stefan Bell's only got 93. Stefania Bell is the she's the ESPN um doctor. She's like she is a doctor and she's the the one that gives them updates on injuries and stuff like that. She talks all the all the team doctors and stuff. So College News Tyler's net to know. ESPN's Jason Reed, and then as you mentioned, um 
Stefania Bell at 93, FF Faceoff, Anthony Cerveno. Everybody else, including fan duels, Brianna Pierre is under 90, so I don't know, know if we should be no, worth yeah. mentioning no, anybody we, else. Under yeah. 100, you really didn't need to read. Because <laughs> <laughs> under anybody under anybody under 100, like honestly, Dominique Foxworth being at 115 is insane to me. Like that's that's insane that we like he's so far behind us in picks. That's <laughs> ten insane. behind Ray, way more. Yeah, he's, yeah that, he's a full two weeks. Like he's like two awesome weeks behind you, and he's a full two <laughs> two weeks behind me. Yeah, like that's crazy. That's crazy, love and he's a, and a full week behind Ray. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. Suckers. <laughs> so next up, uh, we are Kings? moving into our DraftKings segment. And I was the loser this last weekend. <laughs> so now I'm gonna have to say I, I didn't really get a chance to put the tournament lineup together. Like you it, had it's hours. Hold on. Like let me explain. <laughs> like it, it's very similar to last week. Like I am in the oh, fantasy boy. playoffs. I'm I'm in the playoffs with three out of my four leagues. Should have been okay. What? Sorry, I have to. Can go you this. cue a violin, please? No, so, so no, we'll go last. You can go last. You, you go first. I, I have on to your... tell the story at some point, guys. Okay, I, go I, ahead, tell. Okay, I, story. Four, all four leagues, I made the playoffs. Three leagues, I moved on by by Sunday. Monday night, I'm going in, and all I'm I'm winning by twenty points, and all he has is the Green Bay defense <laughs> <laughs> against the Rams. Uh-huh. <laughs> so. Weird scoring system. So, any like it's very strange scoring system, not worth going into. But we get to the end of the game, and uh, Green Bay has that long drive, right? And I'm like, oh my god, if if they turn, if if any time the the other team gets the ball, I'm screwed. If the Rams get the ball, I'm I'm done. You know, because all they need is one more point. They go down the field. They go all the way down the field. Don't score. Run out the entire clock. And I'm winning by less than a point. I'm just like, yeah! I'm, I'm doing my happy dance. I'm high-fiving my brother. We're, we're, we're doing all that. And then I look back down, and there's an end-of-the-game bonus. Stat correction. Oh. No, it's, an, it's a bonus at the end of the game that I wasn't aware of. And I don't even know what it was because I was so disgusted I couldn't look it up. But they got an end-of-the-game bonus, and they won by point nine points. <laughs> so... I am not through in all four of my leagues. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you. I, I just wanted to cry a little bit. I just want people to feel my pain. Uh, right. I'm ready to move on. I feel, so, I feel better. Nick Durbin. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. <laughs> so Mick Durbin has another bet option on the board. Uh, oh, what do we got? So he, he was asking, over under bet, Purdy 225 combined yards. Oh, um, are you guys in a disagreement on that? Honestly, I think that's a great line. Um, I like the over on that one. I like but if you if you had said two fifty, I'd say under. I, 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 honestly, I, I would too. I, I like the over. The funny thing is, is we were kind of arguing about Purdy earlier, but yet <laughs> we all kind of think he's going to do about the same. You know, <laughs> yeah. he's going to get about two hundred twenty yards and a touchdown. Yeah, nobody. And, yeah, he, he's not out there going, okay. throwing for four hundred yards yeah. and five touchdowns. It's more about so. how many interceptions. And I guess does that, I think that's and, the, I think yeah. that's the thing that I I think is um, the biggest reason why uh, I I don't see like. Um, I don't see the wheels falling off of it. I don't see like you know him just like completely coming apart because everything that he's been doing seems very repeatable to me. What a busy saying he would take the over on that. 
Yeah. On uh, the 225? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm taking I think it's a good line. I'm taking the over. It sounds like everybody's taking the over I, on that. So I, there's no bet there. I wouldn't yeah, I wouldn't even know where to go on that. That's that's a tough one. I think that's a great line. I could yeah. go under or over. Do well, you want to start off this DraftKings or should I? I lost, so I should go first. Okay. Sounds good. Um, so we'll do our cash lineup. Cash lineup first. I'm riding my boy Dak. $6,100. Uh, he paid us off really well. Anybody who listened to me last week, I was like, Dak, Dak was extremely underpriced. Um, and he had a great game. I think he's going to have a better game this weekend than he did last weekend. So him being $6,100 is extremely undervalued to me. Um, at my running back position, I'm I'm really happy. I don't know how I got both of these guys in here, but I have Derrick Henry at eighty six hundred dollars because good choice. That's a mistake if you're not playing Derrick Henry in your cash lineup this weekend. Hard not it's, to. It's just that's a mistake. You're like, you're right. Like I don't. Yeah, that's that is a uh, crazy adventure. I don't want to be on. <laughs> um, at fifty eight hundred dollars, how he's fifty eight hundred dollars? I don't know. J.K. Dobbins. Uh, <laughs> Baltimore at home against Atlanta. My receivers paired with Dak. I've got CD Lamb at seventy five hundred dollars. In the same game against them, I feel like he's going to have a big game. Is AJ Brown at eighty one hundred dollars? And then one of my um, punt plays, or you know, like value plays this week, is uh, Jahan Dotson at thirty nine hundred dollars. Hmm. Is my third receiver. Saving all of the money at tight end, $2,600. I'm going to play the guy I couldn't stop talking about earlier, Isaiah Likely. Makes sense. Baltimore is, like we talked about this earlier, they're desperate for pass catchers, um, and he might already be the best one on the team. Um, In my flex at $4,500, I really like this play. I've got K.J. Osborne. Okay. And then... For twenty eight hundred dollars, I've got the Saints defense. All right. Um. Okay, I'll go ahead and go next. Okay. And um, again, I love my teams this week. It's hard for me to root, root for anything but my playoff teams. So almost all these guys are are in one of my playoff teams. So um, you know, just take that into consideration when you're listening. But uh, quarterback Jared Goff. Uh, he's only 5,400. Um, I think his his floor is very good. Um, if he, I can't imagine him getting less than 15 points here, and there's a good chance he could go off for 25 or more. So I love Goff. Uh, running backs, of course, Henry. Uh, I'm in there. Uh, Kamara is just going to have too many opportunities, and he's at 6,800. And he's on two of my three teams. When was the last time he paid you off for $6,800 in cash? He keeps doing mediocre. I will. No. When was that. the last like we were like, looking? Three like, X is the number. When was the last time he paid you off for sixty eight hundred dollars? All right, let me look. I want to say it was eight weeks ago. Week eight. Oh, hey, eight weeks ago. Yep. Man, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> and this week. <laughs> and we talked about this. I believe. That the scenario is available to Alvin Kamara. Right. Like he's gonna, we believe he's going to touch the ball 20 times. We know the Cleveland defense isn't spectacular against the run. It should. No, actually, however, however, like it's different when the weather is this bad and you know your opponent can't You know pass. there's going to be eight men in the box, yeah. So 
it's hard for me to to predict exactly what's going to happen, but I can see there's definitely a path for it. A path. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Uh, wide receiver, I've got uh, I'm Rick James, bitch. Uh, <laughs> That's a dart throw. <laughs> 3,900, uh, there's a bunch of injuries there, and there's going to be a bunch of points scored in the I game. like that one a lot. So. I, I actually like the, him. The him like, he, he was 3,900, and Jahan Dotson was exactly 3,900 too. And I, I like those two. Like, I'm, I'm a, yeah. I like Dotson over, over Richie James, but I like what you did but, there. Yeah. I okay. like that game. Um, wide receiver, uh, I've got uh, Scary Terry McLaurin mm-hmm. and uh, DJ Moore, which I'm not, That's scary too. I'm not thrilled about, but I will, t- I will say uh, – <laughs> Uh, if you're if you're you're betting on DraftKings this week, like any wide receivers under sixty two hundred, are just kind of trash. Like it's it's hard to find like anything under sixty two. You're you're literally throwing a dart. I like the so the I the, I, I agree with you except for like one and um, Drake London. Drake London's forty eight hundred dollars. And you have a lot more confidence in him than I it's, do. It has nothing to do with confidence. He's got ten plus targets in Damn. three straight games. You have to play that for forty eight hundred dollars. I'm sorry. Yeah, we'll see. Okay, okay. <laughs> I want to agree with that, but oh my god, it's right. it's paid off though. Like look but, at look at his numbers. Look here. I'll, this I'll, week in the cold, I just on. I'll tell you. I'll tell you I, his numbers right now. Okay, you have to factor in the cold, man. You have to factor in the storm. Uh, last week was seven for seventy, and the week before that, or excuse me, two weeks before that, because they had the buy in week fourteen, was six for ninety-five. And this week, I would say he's going to be five for forty-five. So and I think is that that's what you want yeah, this week. Yeah, nine nine and a half points this week. That's big. Then yeah. this week, that's kind of big. Maybe that's enough. All right, uh, tight end. I've got uh, T.J. Hawkinson. Um, I've got him in two leagues, and the guy is just—he's coming up. I will say I'm a little bit disappointed the last couple of weeks in Hawkinson. He's still getting the targets. He—he's still like a, a big part of the offense, but it seems like he's had a couple of big drops here and there, and it has really affected Cousins and what situations he goes to Hawkinson in. Um, I'm not thrilled about that. Um, but I'm hoping that's going to turn around in a in a good matchup here. Um, my flex, I've got Ken Walker, um, and my defense, how much is Ken Walker? This Ken weekend? Walker was only 6,400, which I'm, I'm good very ha- yeah I'm very happy with there. Um, uh, I, I think he's game skip game script proof. Like mm-hmm. he's he's going to score some points no matter what, whether winning or losing. Like he's going to be involved in the game plan. And then uh, defense, um, I went stone men because if I did not go there any, anywhere else. Stone men at 2,000 with the Chicago Bears. Uh, they are going against against uh, against Buffalo, which obviously isn't a great matchup. But in that incredible uh, weather game, I think the defense is just going to have a few extra points that you don't normally have. And if they get six points, I'm thrilled. So uh, that's what I went with. Which throws it to me. But before I go and read my stuff. Um, I thought he was going to say studs. Um, <laughs> that over under of 225 for Purdy. Um, McDurbin is going to be taking the under. And what a busy is going to be taking the over. So we have a bet between our 
Hey, that's viewers. a first. That's a first. I, I love it. Guys. And is that a shot bet? You guys taking shots? They on have the to take a shot. That's yeah. the rules yeah. of the, the podcast. That's so right. you, yeah, whoever yeah. loses come Friday, 7 a.m., well, yeah. we obviously yeah. have yeah. to go by the honor system, <laughs> but one of you guys are going to be taking a shot, okay? I have noted it, so be prepared, okay? I love it. Um, and then we got McDurbin saying that um, you also have the unknown of Factor Minshew throwing to AJ. That's risky to go all in on. I, I, I agree. And what a busy feels that the Godwin cards defense is trash, so he's going with uh, Godwin on that. So my lineup for the cash game. Here we go. I pick Cousins as my quarterback. Algier as uh, my running back from Atlanta. That I'm settles it. I'm starting him. How our, much was he? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he was 5200 okay. I did go a little different. I wanted to spend a little bit more money on uh, Henry, which kind of threw my lineup up. So my second running back is Henry. Uh, I picked Boyd for um, wide receiver. He was only 4900 I need to make up some cap there. Uh, Peoples-Jones at 5100 Thielen at 5300 Hawkinson at 4900 And I picked Pollard. And I'm going to tell you why I picked uh, Pollard. Um, he has – and I'm going to give you guys a little bit of insight on how I think, right? So his last game was only 14 points, okay? The two previous games before that were both over 20. And then the game before those two games was eight. Can you guess what happened to the two games previously before that? He's got a pattern. They're both over 20. So he's due to have a both over 20 game based on his pattern. So that's one of the things like my brain. Math works that way. Math works in patterns. So that's why I picked Pollard as my flex. Okay, so that's not a crazy thought. Like these are the types of things that the fantasy football heads like – are searching out all the time. They're looking for patterns that they can follow. So yep. I'm not saying that that's a particularly like strong one that you can follow, but I I, I, I get it. I get that's it. That's why, sure. and a lot of reasons, that's where my brain goes. I yeah. like identify those patterns and pick those things. And then as for my defense, I pick New England because they're at, at New England. I like New England this week. I do a lot. I so do. now we're going into tournament lineups. Let me see here. <laughs> Bet on everything else. I know. So my tournament lineup uh, is actually the Vikings versus the Giants game, right? So, again, I went with Cousins. I went with Algier at Atlanta. I know that goes kind of kind of contra- like different. I, I, I did do some different things. I went with Henry again because he. I feel like he's just such a pick this week. Yep. And then I went with Boyd at Cincinnati. And then I went with... Is this okay? Uh, whatever. This is must be it. Um, Jones as my wide receiver. Thielen. Uh, this I feel like this is the same lineup. Maybe I picked the wrong one. Hold on. Let me, give me a second here. <laughs> Let me see here. I can read my tournament lineup if you want. Yeah, go ahead because it looks like I picked the same lineup for my tournament. All right, so, which I didn't mean to do. So go ahead. Uh, for my tournament lineup, I've got at quarterback Daniel Jones at fifty six hundred dollars. Um, still going to stay with Derrick Henry at 8,600 because he's just uh, there's just not that many good value plays this weekend. Like so, you want to have a monster play if one exists, and there's nothing close to Derrick Henry versus the Texans this weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like nothing as juicy as that. Yep. Um, Jamal Williams at 5,200 dollars. I, I feel like he's um, due to get back into the end zone this week. Um, stacking with my quarterback. 
I've got Darius Slayton at $5,200, and I feel like he's probably the best sub $6,000 play you can make this week mm-hmm. at, at receiver. Um, stacking against him in that game, I've got Justin Jefferson at $9,300. Um, obviously, it's going to be hard for him to pay you back on the, the five times, but this is this should be a low output weekend, and I feel like that's the like I feel like he's just going to destroy the Giants. Um, finishing off playing receivers at forty eight hundred dollars, I've got Drake London. We, I've talked about him a bit. Um, it just seems like the offense has decided that he's the guy that they're going to throw the ball to when they throw the ball. It's not going to be spectacular, but for forty eight hundred dollars, if he scores a touchdown, he's just gold, and he's kind of due for a touchdown. I don't know if you watched Drake London play. He's fun to watch play. Uh, not much this year because honestly, the Saints haven't been much to watch. The Falcons, this year. I mean, Falcons. I mean, but he, he's he's fun to watch. He's he's worth like watching. Sorry, you can see that I put him in my in my mind. I put him with Olave. Yeah, but they're like they're in the same category. <laughs> uh, and they're both fun to watch. Olave's yeah. fun to watch too. Um, he Olave gets so open. It's crazy. Um, at, uh, at tight end, it's impossible for me not to play Isaiah Likely this weekend at $2,600. Everything uh, that's going on, um, just all thing, all science point towards Isaiah Likely is going to get as many or more targets than Mark Andrews this weekend to me. Hmm. Um, and my flex, I also have Tyler Algier at $5,200. He's just going to get a lot of work. So um, it, seemed like he, it could be a really strong play. It could be a really bad play, too. We talked about that. could be 15 for 40. Uh, but it could be 15 for 140 and two touchdowns. Um, and then to uh, pair with my Jamal Williams, I've got the Detroit Lions defense at $3,500, which seems like a lot. But, hey. It does seem like a lot. They're playing against Carolina. <laughs> and the Lions are playing some ball lately. Dude, they have it. Like, I... I think they make the playoffs, man. I really hope so. I do, too. I think it's... You know what? You know what's crazy right now? At this moment, I think at least as many teams from the NFC North make the playoffs as the NFC East. NFC North... uh, Wow. Because I still think the Packers are going to make it. Wow. Okay. All right. Is it my turn? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, well, crap. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to throw out a lineup to you. Like, this isn't well-coordinated. I usually like to have, uh, you know, a couple, couple of players going on one side of a game, a couple of players going on the other, uh, kind of really, like, betting big on one game. I haven't been able to go hard on this game, and, like, I, I told you my limitations this week, so... All right, here's what I'm going with, and uh, it's probably going to change up before tomorrow morning, so just warning you. And tomorrow morning is football day. Exactly, yeah, don't forget. Um, So I'm throwing this out there, like, telling you I'm going to change it, but, like, these are some of the plays that I'm I'm thinking about that I think are are, could be decent plays for this weekend. All right, uh, quarterback, Gardner Minshew. Like at forty eight hundred, <laughs> at forty eight hundred, all if he scores fifteen Woo. points, which is, come on, is this over your, under wait, fifteen this, this points. Your cash lineup or tournament lineup? Tournament. tournament. Okay. Like what do you think? Forty eight hundred. So huh? what do you think the over under on him getting fifteen points is? I mean, like, oh, I would I would bet on that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So so Gardner Gardner Minshew is a good bet this week. Twenty five, right? Still, that's not that much to ask. 
Like, anyway. Um, running back, I'm going to go with J.K. Dobbins and uh, Derrick Henry. Uh, hard, too hard to or argue with uh, running backs there. Uh, wide receiver, we're going to go with uh, Scary Terry McLaurin again. Um, and again, it's it's because he's hitting that that perfect spot at the at the end of the the six thousands. Like, there's nobody else after that. You know what I mean? And before that, it, it's really hard to pay up for the guys that you want. So. Anyway, McLaurin seems to be in that sweet spot. There's not very good values at receiver this week. Agreed. That's what we're talking yeah. about. Yeah, so take running backs yeah. if you can. Um, uh, Der- uh, DJ Metcalf, I think, is going to have a big week. He's going to have a shit ton of targets. Um, I definitely uh, think he's going to have a good one. Uh, Darius Slayton, <laughs> believe it or not, I have been on, kind of on him, but not like quite as hard as you are. I've been watching for a while. But, yeah, he, he's somebody I have on my radar um, <laughs> I have been looking at Isaiah likely. So, uh, uh, Andy on the, the footballers has been all over him and, uh, and I, I've been on him all year. Well, if you remember two, three weeks ago, I was having him in my lineups too. Mm-hmm. And you guys were laughing at me. So I'm just saying, I'm not new to Isaiah likely. Um, in my flex, I was able to afford, uh, Ken Walker and at DST, I'm going with the saints. Yeah. Um, uh, but that's leaving me with 500 extra, and I'm just looking oh, at this Oh, you got to figure out that. I'm, I'm going to have to make some, some adjustments. But uh, but I, I, I think all those pieces that I threw out there for you, though, I think those are all pieces that should be like in your consideration. If not in your lineup, you should be thinking about them. It's probably your quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so earlier I had mentioned like a little bit of a tease of a game that we're going to play with Ken um, because because of some of the things that were said earlier in the podcast. So McDurbin, you're here still. It seems like what a busy you're still here. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. Before we get to the game, we do have some questions from the Joker from one of our YouTube channels. So let me catch us up on that. So he came in greeting us. Hey, guys, not sure if you're answering questions. Full PPR. Pick two for two different <laughs> categories. Josh Palmer, Marquise Goodwin, Cortland Sutton. Uh, Ramon Dre Stevenson, David Montgomery, Rashad White, Jamal Williams, Deontay Foreman. Wow, your running backs are much deeper than your receivers. Um, yeah, at receiver, I'm probably starting uh, Palmer and Sutton. Um, and Who is the other option? Uh, it was not good. Palmer, Marquise Goodwin, Marquise and Goodwin Carl- might not play. Car- Goodwin, Goodwin might not play. He's he's on the injury report. I'd rather play Palmer. I wouldn't be excited about that either. And I wouldn't be excited about playing Sutton either. Like it, it, right. It, so it, that's what I'm saying. If if Goodwin uh, tomorrow morning turns up, he's okay. Like, <laughs> I start him instead. Yes, I play Goodwin over Palmer. Okay, so Goodwin if he's healthy. If not. Palmer. Okay, I agree with that. But Sutton's the number one there, and that feels bad. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the running backs, Stevenson, and I'm sorry, uh, who were the other options? Ramondre Stevenson, David Montgomery, yeah, Montgomery, Rashad White, Jamal Williams, Deontay Foreman. I, and I would start Stevenson and Montgomery there. Yeah, I agree too. Like, okay, cool. Yeah. So we that was that was easy. Yep. So at this point in time, guys, everybody that's listening. I'm going to ask Ken to forfeit his phone over to me so you know he's not looking things up. And I'll I'll lead us off. I'll I'll let you guys ask him a question. (laughs) I'll ask first. First, Ken, 
Give me a stat from the 1980s. The ninth, the 1980s. Yes. What? Uh, any stat. Okay. Any stat from the 1980s. Any stat from the. There seems like, easy, but I couldn't do it. <laughs> and we're gonna see if he can. Uh, in the 1980s is when Eric Dick, in 1983 Eric Dickerson set the NFL rushing record for single season 2105 yards. Woo! Wow. Okay. The yards. I like that. So you guys. Ask me your question, and and was and that just, right? Was I right? I think I was right. I'd have right. to look it up to be sure. Uh, yeah, we can look it up while they're trying to formulate a question to ask Ken. Okay, I took his phone away. He can't look the stuff up. This is like so stump the Schwab right now. <laughs> so you guys feel free to find a question that you feel like you you think this is just to <laughs> test his knowledge. Um, so we're gonna. I'm gonna. Ty- I'm gonna type in. I was born in 1984. We couldn't do the 90s. 1983. <laughs> um, Eric Dickerson. I, I think it was 83. Eric. I don't even know if that's how you spell his name. Dickerson. All right, so, who won the Super Bowl in 1997? Oh, the Broncos. <laughs> the Broncos beat the Packers 31 to 24. Ding! Hold on. In 97? Yeah. Oh, what was that? 19 well, I mean, if you're talking about the actual calendar year, 97, the Packers beat the Patriots 36 to 21. No, no, the, the, the Super Bowl, the 97, we're going to, I'm going to look up Super Bowl 97 here. The, in the season, the 1997 season, it was the Broncos beating the Packers. Um, in the 1997 calendar year, it was the Packers beating the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> so Super Bowl thirty one, uh, New England Patriots twenty one, Green like, Bay Packers thirty five. Super Bowls, like you're not going to stump me on Super Bowls. I'll give you the scores too. <laughs> All right, um, riddle me this: AJ Dillon or Montgomery? Full PPR flex spot. Uh, Montgomery. And I, I agree. Yeah, it's yeah. that. That's a good one though. It, that's it, questionable. It, it's tougher than it sounds, but yeah, no, I I, I agree with. With uh, Montgomery there. All right. Let's see, so that was weird. Like I know because it's kind of like it, they bleed into the next year. So Super Bowl nineteen ninety six, Super Bowl thirty. Is it is that easier to ask you what happened with in Super Bowl thirty? You oh, can ask me. You should... Super Bowl thirty was the Cowboys beating the Steelers. <laughs> Why you gotta bring that one up? Because it was beautiful. <laughs> like seriously, really. I was come just on, I was going back and forth from the year trying Brother, to find. Come it. on. <laughs> <laughs> that we was deleted our, that year. That was our we last deleted that. That was our last moment of glory. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, right. oh, we got one. We got one here. Um, let's see if you, what from what a busy. What season did Emmett Smith get twenty five rushing touchdowns? Nineteen ninety five. Don't ask him Cowboys questions. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. What so the hell, man? That's, that's a layup. Google dot com. Hold on. Let me get back into this. Yeah, he did it against the Cardinals on Christmas, actually. <laughs> Hold on, Emmett. Emmett. <laughs> he did it against the Cardinals on Emmett Christmas. Smith. He gets. did it against the Cardinals on Christmas on Monday night with three touchdowns. That does Rushing sound familiar. Touchdowns. Tough downs. I guess I spelled that all wrong. Uh, and his best year came in 1995 when we recorded <laughs> guys for rushing yards. I don't know if that was 25. Like fantasy football wise, that might have been his best year. That wasn't his best year. <laughs> 
<laughs> he said, damn, that was quick. Yeah, you know what? And and, and the reason why I'm doing this. Oh, is- you don't want to ask me Emmett Smith <laughs> questions. Like, like I can tell you, like, he ran for 1,446 yards in 1994. He ran for 1,800 yards in 1993. Like, he ran for 937 yards as a rookie. <laughs> that's impressive i'll give you guys i'll give oh, you guys I, a couple more minutes to try to throw one out there do you know how many I, do you know how many years it took terry bradshaw to throw more touchdowns than interceptions <laughs> six close five <laughs> yeah. yeah and it was bad one year it was yeah. like i think it was like his third year in the league he threw, it was like five touchdowns and 20 plus interceptions like he would not have survived as an nfl quarterback in today's league right yeah, yeah no I, I became a, a Pittsburgh Steeler fan. Like I say, I'm, I'm, I'm a native born California. I became a Steeler fan because when I was five years old, my dad bought me like 10 packs of, uh, of NFL trading cards. And I'm looking through them. And my favorite card was this guy named Mean Joe Green. Mean Joe Green. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's my favorite. <laughs> you were the kid with a Coca-Cola bottle. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I'm eating the bubble gum out of the package going, this guy's great. So so from then on, he was my favorite player, Then and Steelers was my favorite team, and that's just the way it was. That's and cool. my dad hated it because <laughs> he was a Rams fan. He <laughs> had <laughs> just beaten the Rams in that Super Bowl. <laughs> so my, my dad particularly yeah, so- hated that, but... Uh, that's the, probably why I chose them. That's the only team in NFL history um, to win the Super Bowl with uh, every player never playing for another team. Wow. The, the 1979 Steelers. Okay, with that, I think that concludes our podcast. It doesn't look like anybody <laughs> wants to test Ken on his knowledge. We'll stump man. Ken next time. Uh, we'll yes, we'll try again next, next time, week. Huh? <laughs> well, we got one more. Who was the Green Bay tight ends coach from? Oh my goodness, that was tough. <laughs> Hold on, tight ends coach. Who is the Green Bay's tight ends coach? That one from okay. 1992 to 1996. I want to say it was John Gruden. Let's take a look here. Well, he probably knows. I'm sure he knows. We got actually two questions here. Let's see here. Uh, see did he give an answer? So, because I know that 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 so that Green Bay staff was loaded. They had Gruden. Andy Reid and Ray Rhodes on that staff. Oh, he it was Andy Reid. Mm, there you go. You're close. Yeah, you're close. Yeah, and that would have been my second guess because I because they I, I knew that Mike like Mike Holmgren and Mike Holmgren is from San Francisco, so like that Bill Walsh tree is insane, <laughs> insane. So next question: Who was the first rookie quarterback to win a Super Bowl as a starter? Uh, well, I think technically Kurt Warner was a rookie. We talked about this before, yeah. right? Yeah. I don't, I, I don't think Tec- I think technically he was a rookie. Like I, yeah. I, I debated strongly against calling him a rookie, but I believe technically when he won the Super Bowl in 1999 that he was a rookie. Yeah, and I don't, I don't and, think he was. Yeah, as a starter and Brady the Super Bowl. And yeah, Brady was not a rookie when he won his no. first. He won. He was the second year. Yeah, I was trying to think of what rookies have won a Super Bowl. I think he's the only one. Yeah, okay. I think he's the only well, one too. Uh, let's see. No rookie quarterback. Ah, he wasn't a rookie. I told you. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> he was almost right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, actually, if if they didn't, if they don't consider Kurt Warner to be a rookie, then it's never been done. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I'll, honestly, I'll give you that one. Shoot. 
So yeah, that was. I think that I was win. A little, I thank you for asking that question because that <laughs> that that wins me a debate from months ago. So I think I With think uh, yeah, you guys were debating me. I was yeah. saying he I was saying All he right. wasn't a rookie because of what he had done in the Arena Football League. Mm. That's and not fact, something I would have argued, brother. <laughs> I was arguing it. I was arguing it. I was me. He did me. not me. <laughs> you did too. You did. You jump on things just to argue against me sometimes. Well, so I, okay, I'll give you that. That that could happen. So <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure it was a trick question, you, and I was going to say that. I think that it was, you, this was a trick question that you both jumped uh, jumped down my throat when I was when I said that he wasn't a rookie and why I said he wasn't a rookie. I'm pretty sure both of you stood against. Yeah. Him. I, at least me. I was at least me. I will go to the table. I'll, I'll, <laughs> like, you know, I will too. I'll find it. <laughs> Oh man! Okay, so that I concludes our podcast. Everybody, we'll be back next Friday in the seven o'clock hour. Uh, Ken, you want to read our social medias out there? Yeah, uh, you can find me Ken Bailey on uh, on Instagram or on Facebook on Instagram. You can find me at Ken Against the Clock, and on Twitter, you can find me at Mister Goodbet. And I am Clouded Jester on all platforms. You guys go follow me on TikTok, Clouded Jester. That way we can start going live on TikTok. I need a thousand followers on TikTok so we can go live on TikTok. Go get it. All right, guys. That's it. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you, you guys, all for tuning in. Good luck, guys. Crush it. Peace, guys. Merry Christmas. See you in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. <laughs>